0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 85 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today is March 7th, 2013, and we're going to be talking about the new releases this week, Tomb Raider and SimCity. Uh, we've all played a little bit of each game, so that's our going to be our main segment this week. Uh, teasers, we're going to be talking about, obviously, Tomb Raider and SimCity. Uh, probably have a conversation later about always on DRM with the issues that some people have been having with SimCity. It's probably an appropriate conversation to have. I'm um, also going to be teased later. Is the Halo map pack majestic? Mm-hmm. Majestic map pack. Uh, Eric's played Saints Row the third, so he's going to be talking about that. We're also going to be having a little hockey discussion later because oh. it was brought up in uh, feedback. Right? It was okay. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, Nibble bits. ZeniMax, I'll go first. Uh, We've already done this, so this is the third time now. Uh, ZeniMax has posted an FAQ to answer uh, some questions regarding the Elder Scrolls Online beta, saying that they're currently targeting the end of March for invitation-only beta events. Uh, They will initially start in the form of weekend events where the different betas have different focuses, uh, then eventually opening up to more players. So, um, you know, I I do hope I get one of those. I know Corey mentioned um, that he still thinks it's going to suck. Earlier during one of our our first recording, but um, yeah, I still want to play the beta and see how it is. I probably I, I probably won't give it up for give up Guild Wars two for this game, but you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see what their what their take on the MMORPG is. Um, Valve is will gonna it, go ahead. What
1: I said? Will it?
0: Will it? What be interesting? It'd be interesting? I to think see so. What they do. Yeah, yeah. You never know. They might come up up with something new and exciting. I still have a little tiny shimmer of hope for that. but uh, Anyway, moving on. Valve is going to be giving out Steam Box prototypes to customers in the next three or four months, uh, hoping to gauge customer consumer reactions to the product. Gabe Newell, in an interview with the BBC, also said um, the company is trying to finalize a controller, which they would like to be able to incorporate biometrics into, um, which we said earlier, if you were listening to the live stream, um, that's... Like uh, biofeedback, like heart rate and that that sort of stuff, um, right? That's that's yeah, what they wanted it, to track, especially good for horror games, I right, guess. Yeah. Um, that's something they wanted to be able to put into their controller. Um, Would so. have been
2: cool for Tomb Raider at spots too.
0: Yeah, I could. I had the blood flowing a few a few different yeah. a few different points in that game. So there's that. And then uh, there were some reports earlier in the week that the Dead Space franchise had been shelved due to poor sales of the latest entry, Dead Space 3. Dead Space 4 was also allegedly in pre-production at Visceral Games. Uh, but, moving on to Corey's response to that. Go ahead, Corey.
1: Uh, yeah, I had the follow-up nibble bit. Dan, mm-hmm. can you turn off the video stream on Skype for me? Because sure. I can hardly hear you guys. Uh, we're and down. I think it's on your end because I had a pretty fast speed test
0: okay Uh, there
1: well i'll I'll, yeah i'll do this while you're gonna uh yeah so apparently it turns out they're not the rumors were exaggerated a bunch of the developers of the game took to twitter and said that it's all bunk for the most part uh the official word from ea was this they said well we have not announced sales data for dead space 3 we are proud of the game and it remains an important ip for ea uh, as as we talked about a little bit before, I, I I I do think the rumors were exaggerated, but I do think there is something to them. Just from the terminology that EA used and the developers themselves, um, it sounded like there was at least somewhat of a truth.
0: It, it's a little, it's play. a little, it's a little PR like positive spin type of thing to it, right?
1: Yeah, and I don't think they'll come out in the next few months and say, "Oh yeah, it really is. We're shutting it down." I think it's just one of those things that
0: it'll just they'll
1: ea is not happy with the way things are right now and they better see something pretty sweet in the next whatever before uh it really does get the axe
0: Mm -hmm. well hate to say i told you so you know yeah okay we'll see right
1: all right moving along polygon actually updated changed its review score for SimCity to reflect the connection issues many people were experiencing uh will and i will probably talk about our own experience a little later on but they downgraded from a 9.5 which was one of the highest scores it got to an 8.0 uh this is the reason they gave well not every player is experiencing these problems members of our staff other members of the press and an anecdotally large portion of our readership have are having moderate to severe difficulty playing the game this likely temporary scenario, nonetheless, affects our recommendation of SimCity, and we advise caution for the time being before diving headfirst into the game. I don't think that happens too often.
0: No. I actually, I like that. I think that's a that's a good way to go.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Because they, it, you know, they no doubt played it back when it was just, like, press people, um, and probably things were running silky smooth at that point. You know, they didn't need to factor in the fact that there was tons of people that couldn't play it, you know?
1: Yeah, I think I think they got most of the reviewers got like a week before release to play it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or something like that. Um, so no, in, in just from what I've read, you know they they had great experiences uh, for that reason. But that's kind of why, and it's unfortunate that they released that nine point five before, you know, lowering it. It would have been nice if they came right out and said it's an 8.0 and it's because people can't play it. Right. Um, rather than saying this game's awesome, everybody should play it, and then once everybody. I, I'm not saying everybody buys their games based on reviews, but some people probably did, and yeah. that one that they saw, and they're like, "I gotta play this game," and picked it up, and weren't able to play it. Uh, and that, that's kind of why I like our po- podcast and our approach to things is it's you know we take the consumer stance and report as consumers, not as yeah journalists uh, who have early access and get these freebies and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, so, I was actually just gonna say that um, we're always. Two days. Well, usually two days later um, is when we record after a new game comes out, so it gives us uh, some time to play it. You know, We the,
2: the finished product.
0: Yeah, the, the the finished product, and you know, by the time we you know do our episode reviews, it's you know we we'll probably each have five, six, seven, eight hours playing a game, and you can you can tell what it's going to be like at that point. You know. Yep. We're not we're not in a rush to be first to get our review out. You know.
1: No, we we want to play the games right. as consumers, yeah. like consumers do. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, speaking of Polygon, uh, they had the perfect headline right before that. It said, read this, Crisis 3 was very close to Wii U launch, Crytek CEO says.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When I read that, I laughed out loud. I LOL'd
3: mm-hmm.
1: in my chair. I thought that was <laughs> perfect. I, it was just, you know, it, it was playing it straight, but there was just enough, a, a little glint of humor in there that I was like, "Yeah." I'll uh, apparently, it was up and running on Wii U, but never quite made it due to, quote-unquote, lack of support on the business side between um, Nintendo and... Uh, Cry- is it Crytek?
0: Yep, Crytek. The,
1: are they the publisher?
0: No, the publisher's EA.
1: EA, yes. Apparently, not enough uh, business support between Nintendo and EA. And I'm not surprised. Uh, why would you spend the resources, you know, doing whatever else needed to be done to get it out when probably not that many people are going to get it
4: yeah especially for the wii u
1: yeah i mean just because it was up and running doesn't mean it was almost done you know right okay but anyway uh and my last one is one i just saw today very exciting age of empires 2 hd re-release coming coming to steam next month yeah that's pretty awesome I think that's
2: one we'll probably all get
0: yeah and well that's that's probably one of the the RTS I played the most, you know, with, with friends, especially when we were in high school, we played that all the time.
1: And I'm gonna play the shit out of it. Yeah, I'll
2: game. play with you as long as you don't rush. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> rush, Eric. I'm gonna no, play. Fuck a win. it, I'm not playing with you. No rushing, no hey, tower was, rushing. You know, I don't, I don't you know, like there to be a winner when I play games like that. I just like to grow my city yeah
0: i'm a city builder too <laughs> yeah,
2: i just want to harvest things and yeah. don't i don't want to fight anybody I, I want peace treaties with everyone
0: i want to wait until you can have giant armies attacking each other that's what i like
2: yeah if if i'm gonna fight it's gonna be like that it's yeah. not gonna be oh there's cory's five-man army because i don't have anybody right <laughs> cory
4: always yes. rushes me yeah
2: cory that's uh, cory to a t the...
1: What was the rush I did, Will, with the... Was it the Aztecs?
4: Yeah, it was the Aztec rush. Aztec rush. It was, like, four minutes into the game or something like that. I was (laughs) doing anything. I was still in the first stage.
2: Do you get pleasure out of that, though? Like...
1: I get pleasure out of winning, and I think you do, too.
2: Yeah, but... You do
4: get pleasure out of doing
2: it. Yeah, I guess. I guess I could see it, but damn it. I just hate playing that way.
4: You're just killing their civilians, and they just can't do anything. Yeah, exactly. It's It's so funny to watch.
2: You don't advance at all it's just
4: no i
1: i'm i'm definitely with you but i mean part of the part of the game is uh you know if you and i played a few matches like that you knew what to expect and part of the fun um for me anyway would be trying to figure out how to counter that strategy we have me and my roommates we play magic cards almost every day and my one roommate has a really good deck it's this goblin deck <clears throat> and uh it's fun just trying to figure out what kind of deck i can build to counter that exact thing that's yeah. like Seemingly impossible to beat. It's it's fun, but I'm with you though. I, I do like I do like the you know what the game is built for, which right. is to advance through the ages and you know have fun building stuff and you know all that all that stuff. Well, but at the same time, like I said, I like winning too. But
2: plus, so. you were playing your little brother and you you, you probably wanted to make him look silly. <laughs> no, doubt. Oh, of course. <laughs>
0: well, one of the things, one of the options I think you can do in that game is have. Set like twenty minutes or half an hour that it's a peace treaty, and then once yeah. that time expires, then battles can start, but until that then, until then you don't you can't kill anybody yep. yep, so that's what we could do.
1: I remember playing that with with will when he was really young, and he wouldn't play unless you turned the cheats on,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, torpedo, <laughs> yeah, or will being like three years old and spelling torpedo on the <laughs> on the keyboard for. Was it? Tor- it was torpedo. Wasn't yeah, it was it? torpedo. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we're so we're all excited about that one. Yeah. I saw I saw that today and almost
2: crap myself. I just saw the tweet before we went on air. Yeah. that Corey put out. Okay.
1: The last thing I had, uh, we have a birthday. Uh, actually, a couple birthdays. <laughs> one being Miss Wanda Sykes. It's her birthday today, <sighs> so congratulations to Wanda Sykes and Tyler Marvick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Corey, can I just tell you that he texted me today with a picture of that tweet? And and he goes, was this your handiwork? And I go, Tyler, God, I wish I could claim that one. He goes, I hate all four of you. You're a bunch of dicks. Uh, oh, that was funny. That was really my funny. One,
1: my dad's the one that told me. I,
2: you got my text message, right? Oh, yeah. Did you know what I was talking about? Yeah,
1: you knew right away what you were talking about. Yeah, I figured. But the other birthday uh, is old mammy mirtha she's uh I don't know how old she's gonna be but it's tomorrow and uh, hey. good opportunity to wish her a happy birthday yeah she, uh, she, she birthed three of us and and fed four of us sloppy Joe's yeah <laughs>
2: she sure did yeah, She did she housed me quite frequently yeah okay all right thanks
0: Corey moving on yeah. will what do you got for us for nebble bits
2: um my first
4: one is speaking of crisis three I already got a price drop. It's mm-hmm. down to forty one ninety
2: nine is that like a permanent thing? Yeah, wow,
4: so obviously it's not doing too well no. already and actually, it was funny one of my friends just bought it, like yeah, like
0: two a com- days before a couple it days before the price drop <laughs> <Before> the <laughs> price <dropped. laughs> I would probably demand my money back at that point. it's yeah. too close. We didn't even tell them People
2: oh. do that where I work like yeah. if something goes on sale a day or two after they buy it, they come back in and
0: well, food, yeah, I mean, there's other stuff there, but Right. That's one thing, but a video game that right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you. But yeah. do
1: people do it with like an open gallon of milk? Like bring a gallon of milk in and it's... say, I you know, I bought this yesterday, but it went down a dollar today.
2: Corey, it wouldn't shock me if that happened, but it's usually um a general merchandise like yeah. uh and patio furniture and oh, that shit, shit like that in yeah. the summertime, but um yeah.
1: Is there an official policy on that?
2: Um yes. Do whatever the customer wants, <laughs> and, and, as to piss Eric off. Right. <laughs> Boy, does that work. Yeah. That strategy works every time.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you.
4: Anyway, go ahead, Will. Back to Nibblebits. Bits. Um, this is a new Mass Effect 3 DLC called Citadel, and I'm going to read the uh, description for it. I just got to get it up here in my... Surprise! <laughs> <you> <laughs> I'm
0: surprised you didn't get that yet.
4: I don't have any money oh, to get right. it. How that's
2: much right. do you need, Will? I want you to have that. Twelve hundred points. I'm not getting that.
4: You never cared about me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's the dis- the description for it. When a sinister conspiracy targets Commander Shepard, you and your team must uncover the truth through battles and intrigue the range of the, uh, intrigue the range from the glamour of the Citadel's wards to the top secret Council archives. Uncover the truth in the fight alongside your squad as well as cast from the original Mass Effect and Mass Effect Two including Erdnot Rex. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing it get really good reviews from everywhere that I've seen, and I guess it's a very good, you know, last... Send-off. Yeah, send-off for Mass Effect is what I've heard. It's touching, but funny at the same time. Mm -hmm. The trilogy, anyway. Yeah. For the trilogy, yeah. Because there's going to be another Mass Effect game. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And uh, my last one is the makers of To The Moon are working on a new game. It's the sequel to the first one, To The Moon 2. There's not a lot of details on it, but... Mm-hmm. To the Moon got a sequel.
0: Cool.
2: Didn't, didn't get a chance to play that this week, but I definitely it was in the back of my mind, and I thought about it a couple times, but I didn't feel like I had a few hours. To well,
0: I know you wanted to play it at your girlfriend's parents' oh, yeah. house this weekend, but she we, thanked we, me for not. Yeah, we advised you against
2: it. She listened to the podcast and she texted me, and she uh-huh. goes, "Thank you for not playing that game. You were gonna cry about." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. witty
0: good stuff okay anything else will nope all right eric what do you got for us i
2: just got a couple quick ones dan um resident evil 6 the film has gotten a release date of september 12th 2014 so that's going to be the last one in the series really um i've actually liked every one that i've watched which has only been two of them yeah i've seen a couple But mila jovovich too. is in it okay Who? she's the she's same a, person that's been in the. yeah all of them. uh fifth element see that that's the only movie I, I swear it's the only one she's ever been in. I'm probably wrong. Anywho, um, G4 Television Network, as we've talked about before, is switching to Esquire Network, and I just wanted to—they released some shows about what's going to be on the new channel that is being targeted for young, well-rounded males. Oh, I believe is how they right. described it. So not us. Not us. We're not well-rounded. No. Only on the stomach. Right. But well, yeah. Um, yeah, Cur- so, Curve wise Right, we're very curvy But I just wanted to share some of the uh, programming That they're going to have on this new channel That they felt they should cancel G4 for um, Let's start with How I Rock It Which is a show where Baron Davis Of the NBA Walks around with other celebrities And you know people like that Clothing designers And talks about trends being set In fashion Is that I so- mean, sounds
0: awesome. Aaron sounds... Davis, the guy with the beard. Yeah, does he play for the Houston Rockets?
2: I have no idea
0: who he plays for. He's I'd... played for everybody. Because that would be funny if they called it "How I Rocket.
2: <laughs> he might actually
0: play. For, for the Rockets. That's cute.
2: At least they got the title right. Yeah, cute. the title.
0: The title's good. I'll give him that. But the uh, show sounds terrible.
2: Um, risky listing where you can follow around top real estate agents in New York City as they list high-priced nightlife venues in New York City. I thought there was already a show like that. There's 16 shows like that. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see, what else? We we already had Knife Fight, which sounds awesome, but is actually just you watching an underground after-hours cooking competition. <laughs> Another one where there's already 16 of those. Yep. With but, knife fights? But this, <laughs> I hope so. Otherwise, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to watch it anyway, but if there's knife fights, I might. Yeah, you might at least watch one. Yeah, I might tune in for 10 minutes um and the last one the getaway where you can watch all your favorite personalities take you to their favorite city so at least they got rid of g4 tv for that yeah thank god yeah and it's gonna be awesome i'm really excited for it even more than any of the new video game releases coming out this year
0: i told eric i was gonna resubscribe to cable just to get that channel esquire network
2: yeah yeah, it sounds awesome for well-rounded young men
0: yeah 70 or 80 dollars a month is worth it for that channel so In that, fact, it's a steal.
2: That's all I had for you, Dan. Okay.
0: How's your week, Eric?
2: Good. Uh, as you said, I went up to visit my girlfriend's parents. That was fun. Her dad's really funny. and I appreciate his humor a lot, and mm-hmm. I see where she got hers from mm-hmm. him. Um, what else I do? Uh, played a pretty good amount of Tomb Raider. I'm excited to talk about that. Um, I don't think I did too much else, really, Dan. Um, Late week. Sabers still suck had yeah, to do oh yeah i did want to touch on this real quick we had mentioned cory and i were playing each other in fantasy <laughs> hockey last week and i did end up victorious mm-hmm. which was exciting Very nice. we actually it came right down to the wire on quite a few stat categories and i was refreshing my phone constantly and the sabers and rangers were playing on top of that oh, on sunday yeah. night so like we had two of those things going on and
1: was it that close yeah it was really close i didn't realize yeah it,
2: it was really close um but I kept refreshing my phone, and my girlfriend was like, boy, I'm pretty interested in that phone tonight. I was like, you know what, just back right off. Yeah. But I got a, a text message from Corey telling me how big of a piece of shit Patrick Coletta is for hitting, uh, what's his face, Old Man Richards there. Yeah, Old Man um, I still haven't seen a hit, but it was pretty unanimous with Sabres fans that it was a pretty cheap hit. Really? Yeah, f- five games seemed a bit much, but. I thought. See, I because
0: I watched it, okay. and I didn't think the hit was. It wasn't a hard hit. Uh-huh. It no, was not just, at all, It was just the it, timing of it, and how far away Richards was away from the boards. So okay. That was it's, that was the bad part of it.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad. Like Sabers fans tended to agree that it was cheap because I mean, of course I'm biased, but from what I hear, that what he did is considered one of the dirtiest plays in hockey. Like traditionally, one of the dirtiest plays in hockey, and I don't think it was intentional. I just no. think – I just think he reacted in a way that was really unfortunate,
2: yeah, um, that's just how he plays, it, you know,
1: yeah, it's just stupid is what it was I don't think I don't think he was trying to hurt him or you know make him go head first into the boards like he did. I think it was just he was just being stupid and just mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't like like I said, it wasn't a hard hit or uh, even a really hard push, it's just the, the the how far away Richards was from the boards and where it happened on his back he just. Yeah, you know,
2: it's just
1: well, Richard isn't playing tonight, so okay. Um,
2: Coletta's not either. Pretty fair trade off.
1: They uh, they answered the call though. They scored two goals on the ensuing power Boy, play, didn't so. they? Mm-hmm. Just
2: score those right off the bat too, huh?
1: Yeah, they did. A couple of nice ones. Ugh. That Rick Nash can play some play some hockey. Yeah,
4: he's really no. good.
1: He is insanely good. He's a big pussy. <laughs>
0: I've not seen. Well, I think I've seen a little bit of the Rangers play. I but watched.
2: Anyway. I watched a little Ottawa last night. Uh-huh. I just want to mention our friend Mika Zibinijad. Yeah, formerly of Binghamton. Yeah, I watched him score another goal last night, so that was exciting. Yeah, it
0: is nice to see them do well because like pretty much the whole team played down here. Yeah,
2: the Binghamton Ottawa Senators. Yeah. I, I used to see him every day yeah. where I worked. He was wandering around. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, he's probably walking around the Wegmans up there. You pro- I don't. There's not Wegmans. Up there. No, there's no, no. I don't work there.
0: Just
1: tim, just tim hortons just tim hortons i work hortons. at tim hortons
0: timmy House. okay <laughs> That all you got eric that's it Dan. all right Corey. let's hear about your week
1: i don't have much to say i had a kind of lazy weekend uh stayed in brooklyn by myself uh and drank and where was video the rest games. of the
2: fam fam dambly down there nice. oh they were
1: around i went out friday friday no we recorded on friday right yeah I went out on Saturday um, and just laid around Sunday and played video games, and I don't know.
0: I don't have much to talk about
1: other than SimCity, so mm-hmm. I guess I'll just save that for the segment. Okay.
0: Uh, I'll go next. I did, actually didn't do a whole lot either. It was, it was a little bit of a lazy week for me. I do have a weigh-in. I weighed 244.4, or was it 244. I think it was 240. I put 244.4 for my starting weight last week. My current weight is 242.6, so almost two pounds lost. Um, and I'm almost at 30. So Nice. Yeah, it's still going well. I don't anticipate a loss for next week because I have a bad weekend of eating coming up, so um, just to give people a heads up. But I'm, I'm still going to try. We'll see, we'll see yeah, what happens. You shouldn't
1: just accept defeat.
0: I'm not accepting you should, defeat.
1: You should take the extra steps.
0: There's not really a whole lot you can do if you have a bad week, bad day. Like the way the way cheat days work is usually like if you get all your bad you eat eats... a lot and then throw
1: it up. <laughs> no, no, that's if, what I do. If yeah. if
0: you eat a lot all in one day, it like the weight that you gain from and it's mostly water weight. You you lose it pretty quick, like usually within a day or two. But when you start tying those days together, it really really slows down your weight loss. Like. If hit, considerably, If
2: you hit Wendy's one night, yeah, Dunkin' exactly. Donuts the next morning.
0: Exactly. It slows it down a lot. And it's even, like, one meal, one bad meal here and there. slows it down a lot. So, um, But, we'll, you know, we'll see. I, I'm still, like, set on the diet. And I didn't even do that much exercising this week and still almost lost two pounds. So um, that's good. Uh, I did try the new Cooler Ranch Dorito Locos Taco Ooh. from Taco Bell. How was it? It was very good. Yeah. Very good.
2: Speaking of snacks, and we've talked snack food on here before, mm-hmm. have any of you tried the new Doritos flavors? What no. are they? Sriracha. Oh, the, they're Lays. Lay's. Is it Lay's? Yeah. Do you have I've... access to those? No. Shit. Not now. If you Were do, you about
1: to say yeah, Sriracha flavored Yes,
2: Sriracha.
0: There's Sriracha, there's Chicken Ch- and Waffles. Chicken and
2: Waffles is the one I really want to try, because I'm from the South. And... What I can't remember what the other one is. Gar- garlic oh. bread. Is that what it was? Cheesy Sriracha. garlic bread, I think, is what it was.
1: Sriracha. Yeah.
2: I want to try all. Oh, I do too. But I'm not gonna buy all a right. bag.
1: I'm checking Amazon right now. Sriracha Lays.
2: <laughs> oh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Are they on there? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're doing a trial run, and whatever sells the best is gonna be the per- like a permanent Lay's flavor. Well, I'm so. gonna vote with my dollar. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
1: Bit load of sriracha Lay's chips, Corey.
2: I love that.
0: So yeah, I tried the new Cool Ranch uh, Dorito Locos Taco from Taco Bell. It was really good. Uh, I thought the shell was a little bit better than the regular Dorito Taco. It like that that was almost a little like overpoweringly cheesy um, for the the normal Dorito Locos Taco, but the Cool Ranch was nice and tame, and it, the 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 shell complemented the meat very well. In the in the bite of the taco, mm-hmm. so it was very good. Um, and then the only other thing I had to report was that my internet went out again. Oh boy! Yeah, uh, yesterday at about ten o'clock in the morning, it shut down on me, and uh, obviously, I at this point my uh, my all my text messaging and phone calls are done through the um, internet, so I had no access to text messages or calling anyone. So I had to wait till the wife got home before I called Time Warner set up an appointment and they came this morning and fixed it luckily it was a bad cable modem again really um, i've had probably three or four of this model of cable modem so they gave me a brand new one brand new model too that they just started offering like last week so hopefully it lasts a while um but you know it, it, it's funny that that happened in a uh controversial week with the SimCity stuff and all the always on drm it's funny that my internet cut out and i might have even been surfing the web and reading articles about SimCity when my internet cut out
4: boy um, just the mention of SimCity. yeah
0: exactly my internet decided to shut off so i'm actually <laughs> glad i didn't invest in SimCity, even though i really did want to play it um because i would have lost about about 24 hours worth of game time in the the launch window so yeah so yeah, that's what I've got. Will, how's your week?
4: My week was good. Um, I have the floor hockey championship to report.
0: Oh, you did win.
4: Did we? You said you.
0: You did the because you, report.
2: You, well, I don't know. You are being kind of a dick, but <laughs> I still think you won.
4: We did. We won three to one. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Guess how many goals I scored? Three. three. Close. I scored two and uh, assisted on the other one. That oh, okay. doesn't
2: count. I wanted the hat trick. Well, my goal is a hat
4: trick because they cover our sophomore because our sophomore is the, the, gets to be passing the puck a lot, and he always, he always shoots and scores. So they covered him, and I was like, I'm just going to shoot most yeah. of the time. there you go. So my first goal was in the first, like, two minutes. I one-timed it as hard as I could into the top corner. Nice. And then uh, my next goal, I just kind of wrist-shotted it from the three-point line into the top corner. And then I got the puck, and I was streaking up the center, and I saw one of my friends... Uh, off to the side on the right, and I passed it to him, and he got it, and he just shot it, and the goalie for the teachers, it rolled up his arm and over his shoulder into the goal. Nice. So, we were up 3 nothing at halftime. And I also wanted to say, is before we started the game, uh, my friend Tim, who, Eric, Eric, <laughs> Eric doesn't like very much, but, <laughs> Tim? Yeah, he was at the, the Halo tournament talking smack to you.
2: I don't remember. Was he the one that wasn't playing? Yeah, he was the uh, crippled one. Well, that's why I didn't care for him because he wasn't even playing. <laughs> but he
4: tore his ACL during football season. He didn't get cleared to do the floor hockey tournament. Uh-huh. So when we were all in a team circle, you know, discussing the game before we went out to play, he got us all down and said, Clear eyes, full hearts, and the rest of the team screamed, Can't lose. <laughs> nice. So that's very—that's one of our favorite quotes. You all walked the show. out there that's with your
2: boner shorts on and went to town at it? <laughs> I'm
4: going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to be mean to Eric for the rest of the episode. Uh, okay. so, Will, this was in front
1: of the, the whole school, right?
4: Yep. That's
0: awesome. That is awesome. I'm very jealous uh, yeah. You have to play in front of a crowd.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you feel like you can die happy now?
4: Yes, I definitely do. I'll tell you did what. You pick up, did you pick up any ladies for that? I don't know. I haven't had school yet. Puck
0: bunnies.
2: Tomorrow morning.
4: I actually brought my stick, Corey. You can't see it, but I stole it from school because I wanted to retire it. Oh, all right. But yeah, but oh, the second half of the game was very, very dirty. Mm-hmm. Got very out of hand. Um, there, one of the teachers hit, tried to hit me at center ice, but I don't know. I'm pretty good on my feet, so I don't get knocked down very easily. Yeah. But I had the puck, and he hit me and like hit it away. So I did what happened to what I did to the teacher last time we played him. I lifted his stick and slashed him in the shin because I was kind of mad about <laughs> it because he doesn't play very much. Same guy. No, I'll tell you who it is. Okay. And then um. Uh there's a puck going like the puck was going off to the side and it was at that point getting pretty dirty so I ran up and to get the puck and the one of the teachers hit me so I gave him the body back and he screamed watch the elbows and I was like oh yeah. I I just Why got What is he like 10? And he's like 6 foot 3 and I was like dude it's so- hockey if social you can social studies Wow you're good.
2: <laughs> I know who it is.
4: It's not it's somebody different it's oh, new okay. yeah. I was like it's hockey if you can't handle it go sit the bench is what I said. <laughs> and, and walk, and you know, we ran off. But um, the, the gym teacher, who we're all good friends with, he likes to give us a hard time. He kept the <laughs> slashing. Our goalies like in the ribs and stuff like that when the puck was there. So uh, the other person who was on the Halo tournament, Dakota, him, and the two of them were going at it pretty good. You know, shoving each other a lot. And I was coming in as the second man in to really like walk his stick out of his hand. And like one time,
2: second man in, the he, one against the penalty. <laughs> yeah, but he dropped
4: his stick and in front of the goal. It was when there was a flurry and I like wrist shot the stick out of like out of the way and he had to run after it to get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, and he. Almost hit him into the, uh, the gym teacher almost hit one of my friends and head into the bleachers. And uh, he's obviously just messing around. He likes to be like that. And one of the teachers that was sitting in the bleachers was like, oh my god, like flipping out because she thought they were serious and there was almost a fight and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty physical and there was a lot of cheap shots and nice rage.
0: You can't go wrong with that.
4: But we almost had a shutout for the entire tournament. The really? goal that that got let in was a weak goal. It wasn't the goalie's fault though.
0: Was that the only goal you gave up the whole tournament?
4: Yeah, nice. It it was one of those things where the goalie blocked in, it, it shot up into the air, and he didn't know where it was, and he was looking for it, and it bounced like right on the crease, and, and then someone tapped, tapped it in. It in. Yeah, there was nothing he could do. Hmm. Give but... it a little tappy,
5: <laughs> tap tap taparoo. <laughs> nice,
4: but yeah, it was it was fun to win.
2: Good. Okay. I I texted Will and said, "May the force of Team Slayer be with you today." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And it was. It turns out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I,
4: we played really well. I was happy. Very nice. Very good job. So we're champions.
0: And now you can hold that over the teacher's head.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah Forever. Yeah. I
0: kind of wish we had been able to play some teachers. There's no way they would have beaten us. No.
4: You think they're,
1: like, sitting at their desk grading papers right now, and it's like, Will Murtha, I'll give <laughs>
2: you back. If they're, I'm sure. If they're anything hard. like me. <laughs> it's funny. I'm the, sure there's some of them that are like
4: that, definitely. One of the ones that cheap shot me is my pig teacher. So...
0: Oh.
2: Same, same as it was when we were in school. I wonder, track oh. coach. Yep. Oh, oh God! <laughs> so yeah, I know how you could get him back. I'll get into that <laughs> off the air, though.
4: All right, but uh, yeah, he's the one who tried to cheap shot me. So, yeah, he yeah.
2: fucking guy. <laughs> so yeah, all
4: right. It was, it was probably the most fun hockey game I've ever been a part of. Nice. Okay. All right. Well,
0: that everything well. Yeah. All right. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. The song you'll be hearing during the break is the song The Stars On Your Way by Brock Tyler. So we'll be right back with our main segment right after that. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 85 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our main segment, which today is going to be about the new releases Tomb Raider and SimCity. So, Corey, Will, let's hear about SimCity.
1: Well, I think, I don't know about you, Will, but I, I think a good way to talk, for Roundtable, I was going to do the DRM issues and stuff like that. Okay. Because that's kind of a sep- separate thing from the game itself, the right. actual so, game experience. Yeah. So we'll just stick to the game for now, uh and avoid the connection issues and all that. Okay. If you're alright with that one. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fine. Do you want to start it off or you want me to? You. Alright, so <clears throat> I was really excited for SimCity. I played a lot of the past ones, but I I don't really know which ones and to what extent. I just know like, you know, I've I've been in the Sim City uh sphere for a while.
0: There's a lot of different versions.
1: Yeah, there is. They're, they're kind of all over the place. But I, I enjoy the, the, the management sims and stuff like that. So, And I was a big fan of the game The Sims, the original one when it first came out. I mm-hmm. loved that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. It? So I will start by kind of going through. I think the best way to talk about this is just to talk about my experience with it rather than the gameplay and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I started, Will and I started a region together uh called thumbstick athletes is the name of our region and the way it works is within a region there's several different cities you can build and <clears throat> there's um each city plot has different attributes to it like different resources and stuff like that um but i didn't really know what any of that meant i don't know will did you know what any of that meant going in or did you just kind of jump in
4: uh, i just kind of jumped in i think it means that you, when you specialize your city like you can't specialize in something that you have like no resources in maybe yeah, no, that, that's
1: definitely what it turned out to be. I'm just saying, like, at the time, like, did you know? Did you have any idea what that stuff was? No, I just
4: kind of picked a spot that I liked.
1: Yeah, I didn't. And I just picked the spot next to Will, because I was like, why not? Yeah. Um, so I named my city uh, Dusty Bluffs after <laughs> Dustin Bufflin.
3: Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to name all my get cities
1: it. After, after hockey players uh, to one extent.
4: Okay, I like that. the other.
1: My kind of goal going into it was I wanted to build a gambling town Like a Sin City kind of thing You know, Vegas or whatever And uh, I was fortunate because Where I picked they had this place they called The Bluffs, it was like a higher part that looked over A body of water or something And it said that the Bluffs are uh, High land value, which Apparently translates to high wealth Citizens because um, they settle There, and I was like that sounds Perfect for filthy rich uh, casinos and and uh, for filthy rich people and casinos galore. Um, the way the game works though is it's always kind of pushing you towards getting bigger and bigger. Um, the game is never really content if you're content, like it always wants you to do more. Um, so I went in, I wanted to build these casinos, but obviously the casinos cost money, and it's not just money. There's certain things you need to do to unlock them, and it's it's that way with all the buildings. And I think it's it's region wide, right? Well, if somebody unlocks uh, one building, everybody in the region can use it.
4: I think so. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that's that's kind of cool, but yeah. So I wanted my casino, so I was doing what it took to get the get the casino, and I needed a lot of money. So the best way to get money is through taxes, um, and the best way to get taxes is by zoning areas for commercial building. Um, commercial buildings pay good taxes, but they also need shoppers. So in order to get shoppers to the commercial buildings, you have to build residential. You have to zone for residential. And the way it works is there's three different ways you can zone. Uh, there's residential zoning, commercial zoning, and indus- industry zoning. And depending on what you zone for in a given area is what automatically builds there. You don't you don't have to go in and, like, build a house and go in and build a coffee shop. You know, it does all that automatically for you <clears throat> as soon as you zone it. Um So I built a uh, zone for residential in a lot of places, but they can't shop if they don't have any jobs. So what you need to do then is you go in and you zone for industry. So I had some industry, some commercial buildings, and some residential buildings. Um, And by the time I had had all that up and running is the time people started needing utilities and stuff. Uh, At first, I was able to... This is one of the cool features of the multiplayer in the game is I was able to buy... Will had started a little bit before me, so I was able to buy power, uh, and I think water from will right will do you remember Mm, sure yeah i'm pretty sure i was able to buy will's extra surplus electricity and uh water services um and i think garbage too i think one of his garbage men would come to my city and pick it up oh yeah,
4: yeah i had um sewage um trash and water already set up for when you got there
1: yeah, so I, you know, I was able to pinch off a of will a little bit, and uh, you know, I I threw him some simolians, which is their form Whoa. of currency, in in return. So I did that for a while, but after a certain point, like you know, I obviously needed more and more money, so I was zoning more residential and and getting more commercial buildings and getting more industry, and all with the goal of being able to build this casino. So at a certain point, I kind of outpaced. Will, I don't know when you stopped playing, but I kind of outpaced what Will could handle. Um, so I needed to start making those services of my own. So, all of a sudden, I had my own garbage dump, and uh, for power, mm-hmm. I built um I had enough money at that time. I was able to able to build solar panels because I had a lot of industry, and my industry was my industry buildings were m- m- yeah downwind. so my residential buildings and stuff were all upwind of the industry stuffs so they're getting a lot of pollution. so I decided to go with solar panels and windmills because they don't generate. I don't know if they
4: generate any pollution. I didn't really look into it. There's still a lot about yeah. this
1: that we have no idea.
4: Yeah, they don't generate pollution, but for some reason, I get a message every now and again saying the Thumbstick Athletes region is promoting air increasing air pollution. I don't understand how because I don't have a lot of industry. Probably my fault. God,
2: Corey, that was my guess.
4: <laughs> Got a lot.
1: Um, so yeah, you know, I had more and more, more of these industry buildings and they came to me and they're like, Hey, you know, we've got these buildings, but we don't have anybody to run them. And I'm like, all right, well now I need a school. So I built a school, uh, the school costs money to run. And obviously you want to maximize the efficiency of the school. So I, you know, made sure there was enough residential buildings. I had to build more res- residential buildings to actually fill out the students at the school. Um, <clears throat> And then uh, it's it's just the cycle because now they need jobs, so I have to zone more industry, um, and I need more money, so I build more commercial buildings, and it just keeps going in the cycle over and over and over again. Um, And it gets to a point where the you have to grow your road grid. Um, I was able to expand a little bit, got off the you know the main little area I was, and just built a couple long roads way off into the distance, and had like some some separate kind of patches or villages, whatever you want to call them, going on. And you know you keep growing those, and then all of a sudden the roads can't really handle the traffic. It gets, rush hour is crazy because the game simulates every individual in living in your city in yep. every car and everything. Uh, when I stopped playing last night, I had fifty thousand citizens in my city. That's around the game what I have. Simulates every single one of them going about their day, including all the tourists that come in and out. Hmm. Wow. Um, so when when mm-hmm. it gets when it gets to when you start having traffic you have to upgrade your roads and to do that you have to knock down buildings that are in the way so you can build wider roads and uh, move them out so your city's just expanding just so you can you know get the traffic through um and the way you increase like the wealth of an area is by building parks and stuff and i needed in order to get more money um i needed more wealthy citizens so i had to you know build more parks and just filling up all this, all this territory. Uh, I did build an expo center, which is kind of cool. Cause the first thing I had was a, a football game or a sporting event. I think they called it.
5: And oh, it's really cool, cool
1: the way that, you do it because it's, you know, you don't actually get to watch the game, but like you schedule it and then it's like day of, and you know, the, all the lights are going on at the stadium and it tells you how many ticket sales you have and how much money you're going to, uh, gen- how much revenue you're going to generate. And I ended up selling out for my first sporting event. Um, and I put, my, I put my stadium right in the middle of the low-wealth people, uh, low-wealth residential area. So it really boosted their morale and made them really happy and eventually, you know, kind of turned them into middle-wealth um, people and stuff like that. So that was a, a fun little touch. But, you know, I, I had these traffic issues and all this stuff going on. So I built a train station so more tourists could come in through the train. Uh, I built a ferry for tourists to come in that way. Some I built some back roads. uh, Finally got my casino up, but nobody was going to it. Had to figure out how to get drive more traffic there. Uh, One of the things I did was built a bus station and had one of the stops right outside the casino. And uh, also with the streetcar, I built a streetcar uh, kind of subway thing. It's a it's above ground, but you know, so it takes a really really wide wide road. Hmm. Uh, but i had one of those stops right outside the casino so eventually uh you know i got everything i got everything settled i had my one casino um i had a lot of money coming in and i was doing really well but you know i kind of realized i'm out of space like i have no more space in my city plot and i have one stinking casino when my goal the entire time was to build a whole city
4: <laughs> based
1: on casinos
4: yeah i'm in the same problem right now i don't have any space to expand anymore So what do you do? It
1: it was then that I kind of realized what they want you to do in the game and the whole idea behind the multiplayer and stuff is they want you to specialize. Um, Like, one city has really, you know, really heavy industry. And, uh, you know, because they have heavy industry, they have high pollution, so they also have a lot of garbage dumps and stuff. So they can service all the other regions in your area for garbage. So in my future Sin City that I want to build, um, I won't need to ha- have that stuff it can be serviced from the outside and maybe that's a way for them to justify the always on drM and stuff uh, it's it, it might be like they're like we need to build this we need to build this uh, into a multiplayer game so people can't pirate it and it has to be always on how can we do that and maybe they design the game thinking that I don't know um, it's it just kind of clicks to me like, I think it's cool because there's a reason Vegas is built in the desert, because that you know that that's the only thing that works there.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: that's the kind of thing I should have done with my city because I said it was resource heavy. It had everything like to the max, all the resources, um, and I, that's where I wanted to build my my gambling my gambling town, which would have been a huge mistake because it was so rich in resources. We should what we should have done is uh, because Will and I are sharing a region is we should have kind of looked at them ahead of time and said, okay, this one would be good for this stuff this one would be good for this stuff, this one would be good for this stuff, and, like, found the one that had the least amount of resources, and that's where we should have built the gambling city.
0: Well, you still can.
1: Yeah, it's not right? too late. And you know what I'll do is I'll go in and start knocking stuff down, and, uh, like I said, I have a lot of resources, so I'll start building mines. and Building and
2: parking and lots.
1: Platforms and, and all that crap and uh, turn it into what it's meant to be. Um, but I think it could be a lot of fun. Uh, Will, you want to share some of your experiences before I continue?
4: Yeah, um, uh, like, like I said, Corey, uh, Corey and I are in the same region, and I started probably an hour or two ahead of Corey, so, I, you know, I got to build up some stuff like that. My name, I don't remember the name of my town, I didn't change it yet, but, um, what's it? Willow Woods. Willow Woods is what it is, yep. Is it Will? I didn't name, <laughs> I didn't name it, so. Anyway, going on. Um, so yeah, like I said, I started about a good hour or two ahead of Corey, so basically I had everything kind of up and running by the time he got in there, so I was able to, you know, kind of help him out at at the same time, but I also, uh, kind of messed up some stuff with him, because Corey said some of the criminals from my city, because I didn't have a police station built yet, were going into his town (laughs) and causing crimes over there.
2: That's funny. That's kind of like how all the people from New York City have filtered up to Binghamton. Yeah, Yeah,
4: Exactly. So, yeah, Corey I had a little crime problem to start, but I got, you know, I'm building police stations, um, <laughs> and as Corey, I, I wanted to specialize in uh, gambling, which I might trade or change that now. I got to look at my land value map, but because uh, I didn't know what it was at first, but, you know, I specialized in gambling. I have two gambling ho- or houses or whatever they are, and uh, they're doing decent, not, you know, phenomenal. Um, yeah, I have two. You said you're out of space, too, though, right? Yeah, I'm completely out of space. Like, I'm, like, really, like, destroying stuff and trying to fit things, like, perfect now. It's kind of tough. But, um, yeah, basically everything that Corey is, like, I'm focusing on everything. Except industry. I don't have a lot of industry because they always catch on fire from being too close together. Do you have a
2: fire department?
4: I have a fire department. I seriously lose, like, 10 to 20 buildings a day from fires. And I have, like, (sighs) three fire stations maxed out.
0: It's because you didn't have enough cops early enough, and you got arsonists
4: running around your, your city. <laughs> it must be. Like, literally, I'm just playing and, oh, you, there's another building burning down and my fire, is nowhere, fire station's nowhere to be found. You huh.
2: need to build a criminal mine station so they can find these arsonists. Yeah. yeah.
4: Actually, you can build like a headquarters of... Like, FBI? Yeah, type of thing. Huh. You know you know what I have? Just speaking to the crime,
1: this happened after Will's uh, gangster started coming over and... <laughs> <laughs> my poor folk, uh there is the i don't know how it happened but i unlocked the maxis man building and he's like a superhero and you build his complex Uh, did you get this will no not yet yeah you build his complex and uh he starts off as just like a kind of nut job who just kind of shows up and helps injured people um and you you have to keep clicking on him every time you send him out it costs money but you can build him up into into being an actual superhero that protects your city um, so I've oh. got him working up the ranks right now. I've got him to where he's actually breaking up crimes now. That's pretty he's cool. Patrol and he uh, helps. He either beats the police to whatever crime, or you know, uh, you know, they beat him and he finds somewhere else. But it's it's really cool.
2: Huh. Yeah, it isn't it. cool.
4: But uh, as Corey seems like he's doing pretty good i started to struggle at one point um i started to build a little too much stuff you know i had like three schools up and stuff like that and i didn't really need three i was just building stuff for the sake of building at that point and i wasn't really increasing my land value with like parks and stuff like that so i was starting to go negative and i was like 14 hours from going bankrupt so i had to raise <laughs> raise the taxes to like it started off that 10 percent i had to raise it to 13 percent
2: this is america
4: and then the ba- I had, like, 36,000 people. That dropped to 17,000 when the taxes went up to 13%. <laughs> they all left. They all laughed, and I was like, oh. That's So I had to, like, I forgot what I did. I think I started, like, closing some stuff. So I started getting Shut more. Shut down
2: the boss cops? Yeah, basically. I yeah. started closing
4: down some shops and stuff like that. So I just ended up getting, like, our, like, schools and stuff that cost a lot of money to, you know, have. Oh, yeah, so I ended up getting back up there, and I got to lower it back down to 11. And I'm at, like... Maybe forty thousand people in my city now. Okay, but yeah. So nice. we're in about the same the same place. Yeah, I'd say.
2: Say a uh, question I have is: Do you think this would run on my computer?
1: No. Probably. They they claim one of the other reasons they have the always on is they need EA's servers to actually do the processing for all the simulation that needs to happen. Oh, that's a good point. Um. And I've heard some people say anecdotally, like, "Yeah, I just have a crappy laptop, and this thing runs really smooth. Oh. I'm thankful for
0: that." I'm uh, sure you could turn a lot of the graphics settings down. There.
1: Yeah, you can. I mean, I have Is them all the way up, and it, it runs without a thing. hiccup. But obviously, the that's
0: on
2: PC um, thing. My PC on your good on computer. My, uh, my computer. Well, I ran it on, well, system requirements lab, Corey, like you always say. That's what that noise was. I don't know what that was about.
0: Oh, you remember that? It was probably just running tests on your video yeah. It was
2: really weird, but it said uh, they only had SimCity 4 Deluxe on there, and it said it could run it perfect.
0: That came out a while ago, I think. Yeah, oh.
2: this is five. Oh, well, that's probably why. A couple mm. of years ago, <laughs> I thought we were talking SimCity 4 this whole time. That's not. Yeah,
1: I think it's. I think you couldn't find it because it's just called SimCity. There's no five okay. after
0: it. Okay,
2: let me. I'll, I'll try it at break.
0: Yeah, the um, well, and that's not always super accurate too. Will ran into a situation where he ran Crisis yeah, 3, three on it, and it said it wouldn't run it. But I know for a fact that Will's computer would run a Crisis three yeah. on medium settings, probably okay. at least. Yeah, um, without without a problem. So, and actually, his video card was on the Crisis three benchmark test. It was one of the lower ones, but he could run it on high at like twenty five frames per, frames per second. Gotcha. So.
1: Just uh, have Will install his version on your laptop and log in in Origin just to see if it'll run.
2: Yeah, I can do that. Mm, all right. Bring it next week. Yeah. I'll all do that. Sweet. Because uh-huh. I am always interested in the SimCity games. Yeah. yeah. That would yeah. be pretty cool if I could get in on that. They're nah.
0: fun. I'll probably get it eventually.
4: Yeah. Once the server stuff starts to calm down.
0: Yeah, once I can afford it too. Yeah.
4: Now, Corey, I had a question. How can you send stuff over to help me? Because you said you sent fire trucks over to my.
1: Yeah, apparently you were having some issues with fire, correct? Yeah,
4: I've been having a lot of problems I, with I fire. Think, I
1: think the game actually told me that, and that's why I sent it over to you. You click on uh, regional view. You, you zoom out to the regional view. Uh-huh. And then you click on the city you want to trade with. And, you know, it's that same bar you have in the city view with all the utilities and stuff all lined up. And just click the fire one. And uh, that's how you, you, you press. Uh, depending on how many you have, you can tick how many you want to s- offer up if, if they're needed. Okay. Um, and I only needed, like, two, so I, I think I had, like, six. I sent all four. Hmm.
4: I wonder um, why I'm having such a problem with fire and you're
1: not. I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, I did, however, have a zombie attack.
4: Yeah. <laughs> nice. How did that happen? I was trying to figure that know, out.
1: I have no idea how it happened. I It just said, like, zombies are abound, or zombies are around, and I was like, oh, great. I never saw them. Uh, but the sun would come up, and it would be like the sun destroys all the zombies. And I would look at my buildings, and they all they'd all be abandoned. Not all <laughs> oh, of them, wow. but a bunch of them. Like apparently the zombies came in and either scared them or killed them. I don't know.
4: Wow. Um. That's really cool. It was cool. I
1: like that that kind of weird, the quirky stuff. You know, like the superhero dude and the zombies, and what a, what else kind of weird happened. I had a tornado and an earthquake hit me. Maybe that's why you have so many fires. It's an earthquake.
4: Uh, they were happening before the earthquake. The earthquake and tornado happened pretty quick succession before I got off last night, and I was having a ton of fire problems before that. Okay. Uh, I did want to just talk about a couple other little things here. I like how they do the modular
1: like buildings. A lot of your building, a lot of the bigger, more important buildings, is you build and then you can attach different things to them depending on what you need. Uh, just going back to my superhero dude, I built his complex, and then it gave me the option to build a garage for his vehicle.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and that's a bad example because I think there's just that and one other thing you can build. But like City Hall, you build, and then you can attach all these different things to it. You get to a certain point where you can build Department of Wings, and I built the Department of – do you remember what I built, Will?
4: I'm not – I built, um. wait for it, transportation and, I think, education.
1: Okay. So, yeah, that must have been because because Will built the Department of Education at his city hall. It unlocked a bunch of education-based buildings for the whole region.
4: And I was able, I don't know if this is why, Will, but I was able to build a community college. The community college you can have without the Department of Education. But you said you right. built a ferry. Yeah, that was because you built the transportation? Yeah. Okay. Is it the same with the
1: train station? Yep. Oh,
4: okay. and you can build an airport, and I forgot the other one.
1: Yeah, you can build, uh, like, a city-wide airport, just for, like, a smaller airport for tourists to come in. And then they also have this whole other thing called, uh, oh, what's it called? Like, it's, like, kind of like a wonder, but that's not what they call it. Do you, know, do you remember what they call it, Will? Oh, I'm not sure where you can build, like, the regional airport or, uh, like, a space shuttle launch. I forget what they call it, but it's, like, a region-wide effort that everybody teams up on, and you pick a place. The whole region decides where they want to put it, and everybody dumps resources into it and builds it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. Um, so there, there's a whole lot of, of cooperation involved, but at the same time, you don't, really, you don't really need to play with somebody else because what I did was I built my uh, Dusty Bluffs, and then once I started running out of room... I realized, like, I need to get services from elsewhere, so I started a second region and just started building that up um, while my other one was just kind of on autopilot. Which is fine. Like, I don't think anything really bad happens to it if you're not actually loaded into the,
4: the thing. Into,
1: um, so in that one, I just built, like, I was low on water, so I just built, like, some water towers and stuff. But once I got my department of utilities or whatever, I was able to build a water pump that replaced all my water towers. That's how much more water it can It can retrieve for you. Uh Nice. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out, and this is more of a philosophical question, what makes these kind of games fun for me. A lot of it is just, like, clicking through menus and, and all this stuff. And I feel like you need to be a little bit OCD to really enjoy these things because you get those rewarding ticks and sounds and lights and everything like that that, you know, you look for if you're OCD. Okay.
4: Um, some of the knocks I had somebody gonna say something no go ahead. I was just gonna say i don't know why it makes it so fun for me too, but i have a I have a blast playing it. I like navigating
0: it, menus I really do
4: yeah yeah one of those things and it, you know everything's really smooth and
1: and you get a lot of visual and audio feedback that uh makes you feel good yeah okay little little shot little rewards here and there, yeah uh some of the knocks I had against it. I don't believe you can edit the terrain. I don't think that's an option anywhere.
4: I don't think you can,
1: which sucks. Yeah. Uh, especially, I mean, if you're a if you're a mayor of a city, of course you're going to have the capability to manipulate the terrain some in some ways, and it, yeah. it sucks because right through the middle of my uh, city, my plot is it's it's a steep cliff. I mentioned going up on the bluffs, uh-huh. and that takes a lot of space. And yeah, I can build roads up to it, but it's it's a really wide space that I can't build anything on because it's too steep.
4: Yeah, so um, you have even less area to build than I'd have. Yeah, Ouch. that, that kind of sucks. And uh, just
1: going off of that, the whole the plot itself is too small. You can't build like a city that has everything in it. It's just impossible. You can't do it. And you know that that used to be the fun of the old SimCity games. You just build these mega metropolis, like, things that had everything, and it was, fun then you could go and destroy it. Yeah. Or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: Claim that that feature's coming, but that kind of sucks. And we're going to get into that with the DRM stuff a little bit. Uh, It's EA, man. They're Nickel and Diamond. I Uh, I really, and as, as much as I like this game, and I think it's very well done, I'm afraid of the future of it. Uh, and I feel, well, we'll talk about it when we get into okay. my table. Um, I don't know. I, I love it. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I played till like 3 a.m. Holy last crap. Last night. I didn't get to play too much on Tuesday because of, uh, connection issues. Um, uh, but I, yeah, I played till like 3 a.m. last night. I'm, I'm pooped, but I love it. It's fun. Okay.
4: Yeah. Will? I, like Corey said, I love it. It's so much fun. Just something about building a city. Yeah. It's awesome.
0: It's the whole God thing, you know. It's being able to... That was me. The whole, uh, you know, this is the same thing you get from, like, real-time strategy games and Mm -hmm. stuff, you know.
4: Yeah. So. And I haven't been... uh, I've been pretty fortunate of when I played, like, I think I got two hours in the first night, and I didn't have any server problems, I just wanted to go to bed. Then I played probably three or four the other night, and I didn't have really any connection problems. I think I got kicked once. Okay. So I've been pretty fortunate with... All that
0: sounds good. We'll talk about Corey's later.
4: Oh, yeah. Okay, a voice.
0: okay. All right, well, let's uh let's talk about Tomb Raider now, transitioning to Tomb Raider. A little background first it's uh developed by Crystal Dynamics, who also did they did one of the popular PlayStation games, didn't they? Was it I apologize for the noise upstairs. I really have zero control over it.
3: Hmm.
0: Do you see what else Crystal Dynamics did, Corey? Uh,
1: Legacy of Cain.
0: I feel like they did something else that was like big. But anyway, um, it's a reboot involving Lara Croft's uh, origin story. Lara Croft, Lara, Lara. Um, it's, uh, the game starts off, it's on a ship looking for a, a lost civilization, um, on your way there, the ship breaks up in a storm and the crew washes up on like a tropical island that you knew a little bit about, cause that's kind of where you were going. Uh, Laura, Laura Croft gets knocked out at the beginning and kidnapped while the rest of the crew is meeting up. Um, and the game takes place through her learning curve, you know, kind of learning how to, how to be an adventurer. Uh, my first impressions after firing up the game were uh great graphics. Um even on medium settings on my computer, I thought the game was incredibly smooth and and lifelike and 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 great looking actually. Um the controls were very very tight. I felt very in control of my character. Um I used an Xbox 360 controller even though I was on PC. Um I think that helps. I I know some people were having problems with the keyboard and mouse setup on PC, I, so
4: I didn't have too much of a problem cuz no. I played the first like Intro segment, like, the first okay. 20 minutes. I didn't have really any control okay. problems.
0: Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I knew it was a game that had, like, a lot of action sequences. So I was, I was a little worried about those, but they were uh, all done very well. Um, I thought... Uh, oh, that I, I got a little ahead of myself. Eric, what were your first impressions?
2: Um, same as you. I probably, if I had stopped playing after an hour and a half for Judges game after an hour and a half i probably wouldn't have recommended it yeah because it felt like a movie to me
0: yeah i remember you texted me Mm -hmm. shortly after you'd started playing it and and that's what you said that yeah it was a little more watching and and not as much playing
2: that's what it felt like to me after like an hour and a half that kind of stopped i felt like yeah yeah once you get through that because i've heard other people say and there's a lot of button prompts and stuff like that but um Like I said to somebody that said that to me, I said if you look at a game like Heavy Rain, it was all button prompts. And Mm -hmm. if you do it right, it can work.
0: Which I think I I actually was, that's where I was going with this. I was worried about the action sequences and the QTEs, button prompt stuff. But I felt like they were done very well in this game. Um, And I think I figured out that it's because like even though you're doing an action sequence, it's still all in the game's control scheme. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you still use the A button to jump. You still use the X button to grapple. So like when you're running and and jumping off of a collapsing bridge and, like, latching onto a grappling thing. You're using the, the normal buttons. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, press Y randomly or press left trigger randomly. It's all still in the game's control scheme. So yeah. you don't have to, like, be watching the screen for whatever button you're supposed to press. You're watching the action in the game, and you don't need to, like, see what button you're pressing because you're just yeah. pressing the same button you from playing the game. Yeah, I true. think I think that's what made the difference um, in Tomb Raider for the, for the QTEs. Other-
1: Sorry, what other game did that really well? Same type of thing, where, you know, what you were doing, yeah, there were button prompts, but because you had been doing it, it was the same.
2: I don't know, actually. Was it
1: Heavy Rain? Did Heavy Rain do
2: that? Maybe. Heavy Rain was different, though, because a lot of it was was random.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, maybe it wasn't Heavy Rain.
2: It wasn't probably as random as I think it was, but, you know... I don't know. Heavy Heavy Rain was all button prompts, and it was a lot. You know what I mean? At uh, one yeah. time, and it was a a big sequence of them instead of just like one button. Right. But Tomb Raider's not just that game. You know what I mean? That yeah. That was Heavy Rain's thing.
4: Right.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I. I did. I did. Thought. Think that the 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 QTEs were were really well done. And like I said, I think it's because it was all in the in the control scheme, and you didn't need to pay attention to what button you're supposed to press. You knew what you had to press when mm. when the time came. Um, just seeing the logo of the thing pop up, you, you knew what your character had to do, and you just press the button accordingly.
2: Did Did you think it was a little movie-like at the beginning? A
0: little bit, but not too bad. I not don't know. I
2: just didn't feel like it had, had jumped into the action, and maybe it was because of the games I've been playing recently. Maybe. Like Saints Row and yeah, Far Cry. Saints Row throws you right into it. Yeah, so <laughs> it was do. Far Cry, and it was just, I don't know. It, it was, I got a little bit bored Okay, at the beginning of it, but I'm glad I kept playing it. Yeah, um, I... I didn't get
0: bored, uh, only because like I was intrigued by what was going on on the island that you start off on. That was really more what kept me going at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, once the game opens up, obviously it gets a lot better. But like I, I do see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of interested to see what was going on and and take in my surroundings as as Lara Croft. Yeah.
2: So curiosity. I, yeah. I yeah. uh, I described it. I took some notes on my phone mm-hmm. as I was playing. And I described it as like a, a darker, less open Far Cry 3. Uh-huh. That's what it felt like to me. It's like a, a darker story. It's kind of the same story, to be honest with you. Is it? Yeah. Um. But it just has a darker feel. The it whole is, setting is, is darker. Yeah, it is kind of dark. Um, yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, Far <laughs> it's, it's basically the same story. But Far Cry 3 just made it seem a little jollier, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, a little more. Is
4: it the color scheme, you think? Yeah, the game? it's
0: just brighter and it's a little more pirate-like. Yeah, like pirate mentality as yeah. opposed to this. And the sun's
2: more, out a lot of the time, and you guys yeah. just run around shooting whatever. And yeah, but yeah, to, Tomb Raider. It's it's not as open either, which isn't. I didn't find that to be a pain. I no, like really still,
0: open. There's still plenty to explore, even yeah. in the like. I never felt confined. No, I didn't really. Either. In I didn't the game, either. even though looking at the map, there it's not really that big. No, but there's just I, it must be because there's plenty to do. I think yeah, I, I
2: haven't felt confined either, and I feel like it's open enough. It's not, you know, one of those big open world games that yeah. that people like nowadays. But I think it's it's open enough that people that like action games and an open world game are gonna both like it. Yeah, definitely. I mean?
0: Part of it too is you know when you're in like a cave, mm-hmm. like. How open can it really right. be, you know? And then when, like, a lot of it takes place on, like, cliff sides, and how open can yeah. it be there, too? You and know? if you're like,
2: in a cave and you have to light your fire, like, it would take forever to get through it. Right. So, right. I mean. Yeah, because you have a little halo shit. right around yeah, you. If that. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Dragon's Dogma?
0: A little bit like that. It's it pretty dark. I mean, yeah. That's
2: another one I'm going to throw in the old backlog.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, one of the things I really liked about it was character progression. Um, you do get experience points for completing various objectives. Um, also on you know finding, finding uh, lost artifacts and stuff. Uh, you get experience that you can upgrade your character with new abilities. Um, you can upgrade your weapons with salvage parts that you find laying around all over the place. loot that you loot from, from uh, enemies that you've killed. Um. So that's a, that's a big a big thing for me.
2: I did like that, and I noted how the the menus are all very user friendly yeah, and very good really simple to use, and mm-hmm. they look cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I like all the skill progressions myself. Yeah, too.
0: it's uh something that I think more action-y games need to have. Um, yeah, to help keep me interested. If it was just going from one point to the next, I don't think it would be as interesting of a game. Mm-hmm. But you know, to be able to see your character's improvement, uh, along with Laura Croft, you know, learning how to you know do what she does badass yeah exactly which is exactly what she is um and expo- exploration is key in the game too obviously um there's there's plenty of hidden stuff that you can get you could just pass right by or you could if you seek it out like the mm-hmm. tombs yep. um in the game that uh,
2: you do you know, know how many you found five or six okay i think i found four yeah
0: i, I don't know the exact number um, but yeah, there's, there's also plenty of artifacts to find, uh, which, which I think is really cool. Cause it'll give you, you go into a separate screen when you're inspecting the artifact and you can, you know, move it around and zoom in. And a lot of them will have something little on it that you can inspect for a little further explanation on whatever the artifact is. And they're all very nicely 3d modeled, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool. Uh, tombs. You, go ahead.
1: Can I, can I throw out a, uh, pro tip right here? Yeah. Yeah word on the street is there is an item you get late in the game that shows you where all the hidden artifacts are.
0: Huh, all the tombs?
1: All the hidden whatever's.
0: Probably tombs.
1: So, I've I've heard it's it's not really worth your time to look for those right now.
0: Oh, you know what? It might be the cuz on every level there's like hidden things that you have to find too. Um so yeah, there's a lot cool. of hidden stuff. Yeah. That really, like, if you don't look for it, you're not going to find a lot of it, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. You could breeze right through the game and not look for anything. But that's not how it's meant to be played at all
0: right and that's not how i like to play it either no
2: if you're playing it just to beat it like four in february the game wouldn't be as fun
0: right it would and it would probably only take you like six hours five or six hours i think
2: i've played about seven right now i'm
0: i'm about the same maybe eight okay eight or ten i
2: told dan it does give you a how far along you are you are in completion percentage i'm about i'm at 40 percent exactly
0: i wanted to check before we started i think i'm slightly over 50 maybe like 51 or 52
2: i wanted to get to 50 but go
0: ahead
1: I think the how-long-to-be average was uh, like 10 hours for this game.
0: I could see that.
2: i I'm It's always, probably going to take me a little longer. I was going to say,
0: I'm always a little long on those because I like to find everything.
2: See, I don't usually, but I have found myself doing that Which quite is a, a bit. good sign. Yeah.
1: The Main game. story, 10 hours and 4 minutes Okay. That's the average.
2: Yeah, I could see that if you're not looking around too much, but I wouldn't play this game if I wasn't going to do that. Right. Would It adds
0: to it. If you were just going to power through it. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I have written is that the puzzles I think are are just the right difficulty. Really, uh, not too hard, not too, not too, not too difficult. I uh, found
2: them extremely easy. Yeah, it's coming from somebody that sucks at puzzles. There was
0: only one that I had trouble <laughs> with, and it was a timing thing. And Cory which one, Corey, one was it? Corey disagrees. It was in it was in a, a tomb. Um, it was the wind one where okay. you had to open the door. and It was just bad timing. I couldn't get it timed right. I think I it did took, it on my second try. It took me like twenty minutes to figure that really? out.
2: Really? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Good job, Eric. I don't know, man. I
2: haven't. I just I thought the puzzles were going to be a little harder, and I kind of wanted them to be a little harder. Yeah. And one of Eric, our
1: what? I was shaking my head because, because you don't give yourself enough credit.
2: Yeah. Why?
0: Because you're better at puzzle games than you think you are.
2: Well, maybe. But whatever, Um, one of our listeners. I actually was chatting with him on Xbox because he got it too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it was Jacob. Okay, and um, he was saying how he was glad there was no stupid little puzzles or anything, or not a lot of them. And I was I disagreed about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think the puzzles could have been a lot harder, and the tombs could have been a little bigger. Yeah, they they were personally. They they look awesome though. Yeah, they do. The tombs look amazing and They're there was well one in out. particular i just when you're done i just want to go through the notes mm-hmm. that i have and expand on them go for it okay um and i did this basically as i was playing it so it's all in or should be in order um one of the first things i noticed and has continued is the great camera angles yeah that it uses especially in like the really intense stuff where you're like um there's a scene where you're climbing a radio tower um, there's scenes where you're going along ledges, like Dan was talking about, and the camera angles, they do them perfectly perfect. to create drama. Yeah, And it's really good. And there's also... That's, but you ahead. still can tell what you're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, That's Kurt.
1: interesting, because usually the complaint is the camera angles are awful.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> haven't had... There's been... Literally no control issues for me. No, it controls that's like a dream. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's a dream.
1: interesting. That you know they they use something that's not often utilized in games to their advantage.
2: Yeah, just like no. you
1: said, to to increase the uh, the dramatic tension. Yeah, they do it
2: very very well. Um, something that I just thought of while I was doing is very really good use of like weather environment. Yeah, too. Yeah. In a lot of parts of the game, like Dan was saying, in one of the puzzles. Um, wind. Wind. There's a lot of fire. There's uh, a lot of rain. A lot,
0: yeah, a lot of thunderstorms. A freak, freak blizzard. Yeah, snowstorm type oh, of thing. I don't know if I've hit that yet. No, I don't think so. Radio tower. There was the oh, snow yeah, around. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Never mind. Um, and there's like some of the angles when you're in caves and stuff give you a feeling of like claustrophobia, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. I remember one of the first parts of the game, I don't remember specifically what it was, but I was like, man, that's like, I can just picture being there in real life and just feeling so... I would be freaking out. Yeah, yeah, so would I. Um, second thing I had was the, the combat is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very fluid, and I love how the combat, I think, is perfectly difficult. Yeah. Because you can't, a lot of times, unless you have super accuracy, you can't sit in one spot. Yeah, because they'll throw stuff at you yep. and burn you and Molotov cocktails and, and sticks of dynamite. Yeah, it's not like Call of Duty where you can take bullet after bullet. Like you get hit three times and you're dead. Yep. So it's it's really good, um, and I've died a pretty fair amount of times. I feel like yeah. But I'm I've getting probably died, nasty with that bow and arrow. Yeah,
0: I've I, that's one of the things. Like the character progression, you know, yeah. you do see like your character's improvement, which is yeah. great. But yeah, I've probably died five or six times in combat, and that doesn't include yeah. falling off of ledges and stuff mm-hmm. when I'm doing doing the jumps and whatnot. So.
2: There's not much better than just getting in a rhythm with the bow yeah. and just hitting like four guys in yep. the head. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else do I have. Hmm tomb puzzles are the puzzles are fun Mm -hmm. i will give them that but i didn't think they were that challenging. yeah i think
0: well i think what i like about them is they don't seem like out of place maybe is what i was more going for like like you know a puzzle that would be too hard like maybe doesn't seem realistic yeah like it seems like all that stuff would be in there maybe to trip you
2: up if they were going to be harder i guess i'd want there to be less of them with more of a reward maybe that's what you're saying but yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. But I just thought it'd be a little bit harder. Right. But like I said, they look so cool. Yeah, they do. Would I love
1: that. Eric? Would you prefer that they were a little bit harder? Yeah,
2: I would. Okay. I don't want to be super difficult, but like, I shouldn't be able to walk in there and immediately know what I have to do.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a. Bit, that's a like game design question. Like, mm-hmm. how hard we need to make these just difficult enough. Yeah. To be fun but not frustrating, mm-hmm. but but the problem with doing that is some people are just stupid. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. You know what I mean. So yeah. it's just it's it's really hard to do. And I mean, I'll I'll just throw out another Portal plug here. That's one of the few games that really does it well.
2: Yeah, I'm actually uh, really excited to play Portal. It's on my Amazon wish list. Do you have it? No, I'm gonna buy it. I keep, you know, every time I look on my Amazon wish list, it's like eighteen, nineteen bucks, and yeah. I'm just, I'm <laughs> one of these days, I'm just gonna buy it. Yeah.
1: It's if you get it, are you getting it for Xbox? Oh wait,
2: wait. You know what? I bought Portal the other day. I didn't. I don't have Portal Two. Oh,
1: uh, is that which one? Are they both multiplayer?
2: I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Why you want to play? Say, it?
1: I, I would be happy to get it to play the multiplayer with somebody.
2: Oh, let's do that. Definitely. I would do that. Yeah. Let me know whenever. All right. Um, yeah, I bought the orange box. I can talk about that later. I forgot to mention all the games I bought. Um, yeah, so back to Tomb Raider. Um, the first tomb I went to was the Hall of Ascension, and the only thing I noted about it was how gorgeous it looked. Yeah. I don't remember which one that was. I don't remember either. Yeah. I remember
0: being in it, but I don't remember which one it was.
2: Um, the The next thing I had, I, this was really cool. It was called the Chasm Monastery or something like that. Um... Where you get hung and you're walking through, like, a pit of death. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yep. Like, it was just so brutal. Yeah. And disgusting. And it yeah. was just awesome. Yeah. Um, I like the sliding parts a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of them where you get you get caught in, like, a waterfall or whatever a the mud, case may mud slide. be. Mud slides. Mudslides, whatever the case may be. And there was a time where I was going down a waterfall and I didn't go to whichever side far enough and it took a stick right through yep. the neck <laughs> yeah. and I was yeah. not expecting it at all and I literally like yelled and I was like holy shit Like,
1: I've I've seen that clip and it's really disturbing
2: yeah, yeah you, you feel well, bad because she kind of
0: slowly dies on yeah the and they,
2: they the screen like lingers on there and yeah. she's just like oh. she yeah.
1: like, goes through her throat and she's totally aware and she's like trying to yeah. pull herself off of it and then the life just drains
0: from yeah. her
2: and damn if I didn't have that happen like six times yep. in that same spot <laughs> but uh there's actually a lot of pretty Br- brutal, brutal and, um, what's the word? Graphic. Graphic. Graphic yeah. looking stuff in the game. Mm-hmm. And, I, um, one of the scenes I left off at was at this place called The Pit, where you actually go through, like, this river of blood from all the bodies that are around. And there's just body parts floating around in it everywhere. And she's, like, neck deep in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty creepy. Um,. I don't know if there's more than one parachute scene, but the one that I went through, where you're flying through the trees, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Kinda, that was kind of hard to control, but I imagine a parachute would be pretty tough to control right. in real life. So. Right. Um, I did run into a bug. Have you found any?
0: Um, no bugs. Well, yeah, I did have one bug. Okay. Now that I think about it.
2: I was in oh. the shanty town. Okay. And I got tripped up on a trap. And I was using my pistol because there's guys coming at me, so you're upside down firing your pistol at the guys coming which, at you. Which is also a fun action It sequence. is. It is really cool. It's happened to me a few times. And um, you shoot yourself out of the trap. Yeah. And when I got up, I could see there's an entrance to a tomb on the floor that I needed to use the rope pole for. Mm. So I tried to pull my bow out, and it it showed the action of me using the bow, but my bow wasn't actually there. And when I tried to use use it... It just was like all crazy and made these crazy noises. So I tried to pull my other guns out and it was doing the same thing. The only one that would work was the pistol. Huh. So I had to go back to camp and restart. Okay. But, yeah, you can only save. Well, it does save at checkpoints. It
0: saves. Yeah, it's autosave every Okay couple minutes i think
2: yeah it does and then you can also it saves the game when you get to a camp Uh which is where you can do your upgrades you can fast travel from camps which i haven't done once
0: yeah i went back you have and re-explored some stuff i want to
2: do that at some point but i haven't done it yet you can fast travel and it's also where you do your weapon upgrades um yeah so that that was kind of annoying luckily i was pretty close to a camp and i felt comfortable reloading it.
0: i had uh some crashes which is typical right now for people with nvidia graphics cards i guess radeon graphics uh amd graphics cards run it perfectly but there's some some issues with nvidia graphics cards crashing and i have i crashed twice i think um but really only losing a minute or two worth of progress so you know nothing breaking there if i lost half an hour or 20 minutes i would be annoyed but It's only a minute or two, and it's only happened twice. And then I did have a bug where at the end of, uh, like, an action sequence, um, an event is supposed to trigger that takes you to the next area, and and the event wasn't triggering, and I couldn't figure out what to do. So I actually ended up watching a video on YouTube. And then I realized that the event didn't trigger, so I had to reload and play the Mm. minute or two to catch up. And then when I went into this room again, the event triggered, and I could move on. But that's that's the only bug I've come across
2: other than the crashing. Um. Next one I had was just a couple of uh, tombs that I found. I found the Well well of Tears and the Well of Judgment. Again, they were weight puzzles. Mm-hmm. We had to figure out the weight of some things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what, Corey?
1: <laughs> Sounds awesome.
2: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, you just... <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Um, and my last one. Actually, I actually have two more. The scene where... There's a scene where you're going across a bridge... And one of your compadres is helping you yeah. kill people from afar, yeah. and that action scene was awesome. Yeah. And afterwards, where we you're sliding down the buildings, yeah. that was probably, possibly my favorite one. I was, like, standing up, and I was like, oh, shit, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I already talked about the River of Blood. That's in the geothermal caverns when you get there, and it's... Yeah super cool. Yeah. Yeah, like I said I'm 40% done and I really really like the game. Yeah. Get through the first part. For me the first hour, hour and a half was kind of slow. Um I I like the story more mm-hmm. than I think other people have that I've talked to.
0: I I have no problems with the story.
2: It's it's a basic story really. I It's more about Lara as a character I think yeah. than the actual it, story of the game.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's it's more story for a tomb raider game than probably any other tomb raider game you know it's got more more of a story this is the only one i've ever played okay i've played the first two maybe okay and i don't remember i mean there was some story elements but this one definitely has the best story out of the the two that i played
2: anyway i do like the story a lot yeah but uh yeah, definite buy. Yeah, I would say
0: I'm, I'm on the buy bandwagon yeah. too. Um, like computer for if you bought it early, it was it was only forty five bucks. So nice. you really can't like you can't go wrong spending that money. And I was a little worried that there wouldn't be a lot of replay value, but I think with all the stuff you can find, mm-hmm. I think you're gonna you know get your money's worth, get your twenty twenty five hours worth of, yep. of game time out of the game. Definitely. Um, I pr- I could see even see myself replaying the game. Um, having a better idea of what to do and and you know breezing through it a little easier than I did the first time
2: around. So. I don't think I would replay it. No, no. I wanna if I'm gonna do stuff, I'm gonna find everything the first time, and mm-hmm. that'll be it. Yep. trade it in probably. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I'm 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 definitely with you. It's a buy. Yep. Great game. Great game. Uh, I'm actually surprised question. at how much I like it. Go Me ahead. Too.
1: Do either of you guys feel uh, the talk is that it might be unnecessarily violent?
0: It's pretty violent. Uh, I don't know, know, know that it's unnecessary.
2: It's very necessary because it adds to like this her struggle the, and yeah, like what she's going through and like as I was walking through that river made of blood, I'm just thinking about like just how shitty that would be yeah. and like
0: that that she was thrust into those circumstances yeah. and has to has Get to act. Through
1: it. I mean it's supposed to be like her or- origin story, right? Like, yeah. like this is why she is who she is.
2: Right. And that would do that to a person going yeah. through all the the stuff that she goes through and all the things that she has to see, like You know what I mean? I don't think it's unnecessarily violent. We've hashed over that talk I don't know how many times on here. I don't even want to talk about that anymore because it's silly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I don't, and I'm not, I'm I'm kind of anti-violence, but it's fine. I have no issues with it. It is is violent, but it's not, it's it's appropriate. Yeah, I I mean, in the setting that it's in, like, it's a darker feel,
2: and, like, there's going to be stuff like that. Yeah.
0: I'm 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 with Eric. And on I that think one. it's
2: it's awesome when it happens. It's mm-hmm. just like oh, yeah. you know, look look at that head floating through this pool of blood. Yeah, like just... yeah. Uh, anyway, anything it else?
4: Makes,
1: makes you want to go buy some guns and you know.
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, yes, I, I've already added <laughs> six or 7,000 guns to my arsenal in the past two days. Well,
0: instead of uh, going on a gun-killing spree, we're going to go on a bow-and-arrow-killing spree yeah. now because of, <laughs> because right. of Tomb Raider.
2: <laughs> we just got to manage to get those fire arrows together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah, two thumbs up.
0: Yeah. Anything else, Corey? Questions? No. Will? Uh, mm-hmm. You played that's a little bit, so you kind, of, you kind of know
4: what we're talking
2: about.
0: Yeah, just got it- out of the first
4: Tomb.
2: Did That's you it. find it movie-like at all and kind of, meh? The
4: opening cinematic with the ships getting like destroyed or whatever was very movie-like.
2: I, I just felt like I wasn't playing enough at the beginning. I was just kind of watching what was unfolding, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you you can I can see that just, so far.
1: You know what I was just thinking of? Another fun, like, four in February thing would be uh, Pick a Month that we could do yearly and we all pick a game that we think somebody will hate that they have to play
0: that's a great Just idea one.
2: yeah but you know what i would do that but you're gonna pick final fantasy 6 for me and i am not no, 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 gonna no. play a 50 I'm a, i hour was gonna game. pick nino cooney for you dude i can't commit to playing a, a game that's gonna take me that long to beat we'll have to that's, come up with some rules that's, that's why fine. i didn't I mean, pick any long we games. welcome
1: you to, we welcome you you can fail at it but
0: <laughs> but then we're gonna make fun of you <laughs> you know I will
2: too. Corey didn't get made fun of nearly enough then.
0: Well, this is the whole the whole thing of this is to, is to overcome a, a challenge of some, someone else's gauntlet thrown being thrown down for <laughs> you. Eric
2: hates it. I do hate it because I know that you pick a long game. I just am not going to beat it.
1: We're setting you up for defeat. You are.
2: You are setting me up for failure right at the beginning. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it because I know I won't beat it.
1: Well, I was sure I was setting myself up for success when I did the Four in
4: February thing. Boy, was I wrong. You were very wrong. How many
2: games did you beat? Two. Two, well,
4: that's right.
0: Two out of four.
1: Two and two halves.
2: Two and two halves? So three. Eh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're being generous.
2: I'll be generous.
4: I won't be. Two.
2: <laughs> All right,
0: uh, so that's it for the main set. So any anything else, quick? Sim City, Tomb Raider?
1: No, we're going to talk more. Sim, we're going to talk the the bad side of Sim City on the yeah. on
0: the other side. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, the song you're going to be hearing is a song "Mountainside" by Brock Tyler. Uh, we'll be right back with our feedback and roundtable discussion right after that. <laughs>
5: The day is slow now to a heartbeat Though the earth, it groans, I can feel it in the wind all through the valley And the rocks and stones. do you hear them cry I Say the darkness overwhelmed our holy mountain the clouds won't rain. Just heavy as the hand for the people. Is the guy the thing? Stay alive. Yeah. Shouldn't slide.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to episode 85 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our Feedback segment. So, I uh, will start with Facebook feedback. Uh, first is from Travis, who says, "I'm curious if you've been able to connect to the servers for SimCity. I voted with my dollar; I won't purchase a game that requires an always online connection for single player games. And believe me, I'd really like to play SimCity. Um, I think we addressed a lot of that during the d- during the first segment, but uh, yeah, like I I I'm, I was kind of against the always online. Um, requirement at first, but I think, for, at least from what you guys say, like, I mean, the game almost requires you to be playing, having multiple cities in one region, or yeah. or, or playing with someone else. It seems it's not yeah. a Sim City in the traditional sense that you can you can just sit down and have a single player game. You know, yeah. So the
1: game was does does yeah the game was designed from the ground up to be that kind of uh, that kind of a game right. that is always on and always connected and it's unfortunate and a lot of they built restrictions into the game that you can't like there's no way to customize the region that you play on or the size of the plot or anything like that or i mentioned the terrain you can't you can't manipulate that stuff at all right and i don't know if all if all that is to service the always on or not but i don't know it's it is frustrating because and I was reading, I read a bunch of, like, Amazon, I was all over the place reading reviews about this game. People were really upset. I was reading a really sad re- review about this guy. I forget how old he said he was, but he said he's, like, been playing Sim City since he was in his 30s or something like that. And I was like, oh, boy. Wow. Uh, so he's probably into his 50s, right?
0: Yeah, some, I mean, the first City came out probably in the late 80s, early 90s.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. And he's like, you know, it really sucks. I don't have a good internet connection. I just wanted to play city. None of this makes sense to me. Uh, I, I'm i going to return it and give the credit I get to my grandson. And I was just like, oh, Aww. poor man.
0: Yeah.
2: Get so that's, with the times, Grandpa. <laughs> that
0: was one that was probably really looking forward to it. And, you know, I pay $52 a month for an internet connection that – every six months decides to just die <laughs> randomly on me for, you know, last time I think it was, it was at least a week. I didn't have a good internet connection this time. Luckily it was only about 24 hours. So, you know, I, th- that type of thing angers me because, and a lot of people just have dial up. They don't have a fast enough connection. I do think there's any way they could have made a slightly different single player version of that game and then had the multiplayer part be the focus and uh, and just had the the same type of game, but like single player. You know, Do you think that was uh, possible? No,
1: and because if they did that, they would undermine undermine everything that they did.
0: Right. Okay.
1: I mean, it's the sad truth. Yeah. It it was the same with Diablo three. Yeah. We talked about the Diablo three conspiracy that my buddy Will Usher on uh, Cinema Blend Games always talks about is uh Diablo was built to recoup what World of Warcraft was losing and the only way they could do that was with the real money auction house and the only way that could work is if they had always on
0: Wait, how does World of Warcraft lose money? The, the,
1: not not the money they're losing but the money they lost from subscribers, the subscribers that they had.
0: Oh, because they because they were they were funding their company at a certain budget which was a high subscriber out base. And then one your high, a high subscriber base. And once that started to diminish a little bit, they couldn't pay their bills yeah. as easily. Yeah. That's awful.
1: I mean, that, that's, that's just one of the conspiracy theories. But oh, buy a, it.
0: Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. That's upsetting though. You know, I understand
1: that's where we're at, man. It's where we're at. These, these big companies got to keel over.
0: Yeah, keel over, or uh, there needs to be some major overhaul from our wonderful cable companies on on our internet access. You know, this is yeah. not a, this is not a third world country.
1: Oh yeah, there's Dan. I meant to recommend you this book. I read. I saw an interview with this woman that talks about. Oh, I can't remember the name of her or the name of her book now, but she wrote a whole book about that about the ISP monopoly uh-huh. and how it's really restricting everything.
0: Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because when I call customer service, uh, I I always want to like yell and get angry, <laughs> but like I, I can't I, even
2: imagine that. First of all, man. I, I
0: don't. Well, I, you know, because like I said, I pay, I pay a lot of money a month. I've been a customer for I don't know since I moved into my apartment, eight years, mm-hmm. six years, seven years. I don't know how long it was. And uh, you know, they they I I want to yell yell at the at the company, but it's not the customer service people that are helping you. Fault. It's not their fault. <laughs> So I, ne- I never want to yell at that person because I would I would feel bad about that. But I want to get the message across that it's not okay, and the only way to do that for me would be to go to a different ISP. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. We don't have any any competing ISPs here that have speeds even close to what Time Warner is offering us. It's all DSL, um, and that's just not, not good enough, especially for my needs now, you know? Um, isn't,
1: isn't files not far off, though?
0: I think Fios is in all the areas around here, but here, I think it's in like, uh, like Elmira and Syracuse and Scranton and all those cities. But I just don't think we have it here yet, which is yeah. odd, but cause I mean, I think Binghamton's a bigger uh, city than Elmira, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So I don't know. It's frustrating, but yeah, I, you know, the only way to send your message, like I said, is with, with money and I just have nowhere else to go. So. Anyway, moving on. Anything else you want to add to that, Corey, Will, city? No,
1: I, like I said, I was going to talk a little bit more about that for my roundtable. So yeah, I'll save yeah. It then. we'll
0: talk about the DRM. Uh, also from Travis Halfleeds, hey, could I suggest maybe just half a shot for each? Like from now on, <laughs> I have to say I may be in the minority, but backwards compatibility is very important to me. It's something I would use a lot. I actually play more PS2 games on my PS3 than I do PS3 games. Yes, I realize I can leave my 360 hooked up and still play it, uh, but considering I've had four 360s get Red Ring of Death, I don't have a ton of faith that ten years from now. I'll be able to use my 360. Microsoft needs to focus on the games for press conference. Real games, not stupid connect crap. Everybody and their brother already knows that you can use Netflix and Hulu and all other kinds of apps on it. There's no reason to mention it. Uh, more than likely, I'll be picking a, a, up day one, regardless, short of Square saying there will be a Final Fantasy Seven HD remake available on launch day on the PS4. So, well, yeah. That would be
4: smart. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and in regards to last week. My problem was is that I didn't stop after we would got done doing our shots. I kept, exactly. I kept drinking.
2: Which is what I was describing to someone, and I said, had he stopped at the shots we were supposed to do, we, he'd have been fine. I would
0: have been buzzed. Yeah, but... Probably thoroughly buzzed, but not... Turns uh, out there's nothing left. Yeah. So... We, we polished off that bad boy. Yeah. Um, so that was my problem. And I, I agree with you, once we start getting, like, a lot of, if we start getting a lot of uh like followers and stuff in a week you know we probably will have to cut down um well, so
1: I the sorry but i think the original ruling was we would only stop doing it when one of us threw up that would be our sign to say okay no more
2: is that right yeah i don't I remember
0: that's that
1: the discussion
4: i think it was
0: go... okay so someone's yeah. got someone's got a
4: i remember of actually very vividly all right not lying. Well, that was the
1: ruling. I'm pretty sure we can go back and find it. No, I, mean, I
0: believe I, you. I mean, that's fine. I believe you. We have uh we have three this week. um Can we have any booze? The only thing we <laughs> the only thing we have is blue carousel.
2: <laughs> is yeah. that even what is that? It's
0: like, a mixer. It's not. It's supposed to be drunk by itself. I don't think. Right. Does it have alcohol in it? Yeah.
1: It's one of those like 15% alcohol. Yeah. It's right? like McGillicuddy's. It's a lady drink. I don't even think ladies drink straight blue Sarasau. But I, but
0: I have beer, um, so we could just drink three beers. Do you want one beer? No. No? Because of my diet? Yeah, I'm with you. I don't <laughs> want to ruin my diet either, but I didn't eat very much today. so
1: I, uh, we, I'll uh, i I'll do one. I have a little bit of Chimes whiskey. All
0: right. I'll drink two beers then. That's
2: That'll do. All right. Go
1: I I ahead. What do you the, Is that more than one shot? I was
2: going to say I'd owe you a shot for next week. I could bring a bottle with me. Oh, you know one. One shot. There, yeah, there, that's a shot, Corey. There's one of blueberry vodka. You want to do, do a little one. blueberry oh, vodka? God, I hate vodka.
0: And then I'll have a beer. Whenever, whenever uh, Jacob my said you
2: have the visit, forty, this
1: chimes whiskey, and it true. is by far the worst whiskey I've ever had. Chimes?
2: I think you gave me you a shot it, at it and I, it was you, vomit-inducing. You do have the forty, which uh, you drank a little bit of. last I did week. have a little nip off of that last week, and it was awful. Yeah. Well, it was probably awful when it when you first bought it. Well, oh, when I first bought it, was it was delicious. It's old English.
0: I'm drinking the Midas Touch,
2: uh,
0: um, Dogfish.
2: I had a bunch had of beer in the fridge. I should bring over here because I'm never gonna drink it at home.
0: I try not to. Where's my
2: bottle opener?
1: You know what we should do next time I uh, I'm in town, guys, is go up to the brewery, the Oma Gang.
2: Have you been to the wine' Mountain had... yet? Yeah, I went with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we should definitely do that. I had an Almagang
0: Abbey Ale that was delightful.
2: Where is that? Is that oh, the one in Cooperstown? It's in Cooperstown, yeah. Yep. I'd love to do that.
0: It's it's worth the trip, for sure. Is it? That? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Cool. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, back, uh, backwards compatibility is really important. Uh, something I would use a lot. Uh, Travis plays more PS2 games on his PS3 than he does PS3 games. So... There, there's a there's a vote of confidence for the backwards compatibility. Uh, you're right for. Um,
1: just speaking to that, I, I mean, you. I really like backwards compatibility. I like the uh, the iOS model where it's uh, your software is exclusive to the platform rather than the device. Okay. Which, which I really think Apple is one up on everyone else because yeah, you know, no matter where you are, as long as you have access to your iOS, you have your software.
0: Right. That's a good point. In the
1: future, too. It doesn't matter. I I still have uh, software from my first iPhone that I could still use without having to pay again. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with, you know, if Xbox Live had uh, whatever and I bought whatever game on Xbox Live, as long as I had it on Xbox Live forever, I'm okay with, you know, spending a little bit of money to have that. Totally
0: agree. Well, what what about Steam? Steam's another one as long as the company doesn't go under. Well, um,
1: that's Steam actually, uh I forget where I read that, but they have uh what's the word? A something in place. Yeah.
2: Backup plan?
0: Th- where they they give you all the what are they they release the codes or whatever for your games so you can download them permanently after yeah, that?
1: They, they have they have something in
2: Contingency plan.
1: Yeah, a contingency plan that if they ever go under it's it's written somewhere in
0: there. Yeah, I've heard um, people talk about it before.
1: That you know you'll have your games if mm-hmm. anything happens to steam,
0: which that's yeah. good i'm I'm glad to hear that,
1: and it's one of those things that most people probably wouldn't ever think to look into until one guy <laughs> does, you yeah,
0: know? yeah, anyway.
4: and it's like
1: oh wow, that is nice that that happens
4: okay
0: yeah i don't, i i'm I'm in agreement with you, Travis, that your xbox probably will not still be working in ten years. I can't see that. Um, I don't think systems these days are built to last. Like, you know, you could find a Nintendo somewhere and it still works, or a Super Nintendo that still works, but you're not going to find a, a 360 many years from now that, that's, that still works.
2: There's no way. No, nope. I don't think.
0: I'd be surprised. Uh,
2: i take that challenge. <laughs> don't make them like they used to, Dan.
0: Well, I've, I've owned three. I mean, only one broke, but the second one I traded in for my new-est one with the bigger hard drive. So... Um and I I'm, I'm agree with agreement with Travis too. Um everyone knows about Netflix and Hulu. No one cares. They know that stuff's going to be on there. Um yeah, I I'm, I'm with him games. I think they need to talk about games. Some new IPs, maybe show some of their their spe- you know Xbox sp- specific games that you can only get on Xbox obviously. Um and then show off show off the, what the hardware can do.
1: I'll I'll dissent a little bit from showing games. Okay. I think if if you're going to show stuff like deep down then yes definitely. Um but if you're just going to show games that are only slightly graphically better right. than what oh, we already have. I think you're wasting your time on stage.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean it's not going to be like even even the, like the newest the games that come out on the PS4 or an Xbox 720 or whatever, you know, if you have a good PC, it's going to look the same, you know, probably as as a really high-end pc you know you're not gonna you probably not gonna see anything that really 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 wows you you know
1: yeah definitely i think i think the most what microsoft could do to be most effective is just a walkthrough like they don't have to talk they don't have to give the pr bullcrap just sit down you know they can show the console um i'm not somebody that care i don't need to see it but i feel like i want to see it with, yeah, with the way, like, the conversation about the consoles is framed right now, if they show it, it would be to their benefit. They have somebody sit down, this is the console, boot it up, go through the menus, we can see the UI, we can see, they can run through some services and say, that you could do this with this, and, and, you know, this new social feature we have, we'll do this, and here's it working, and all this stuff. And then, you know, get us into the games. And,
2: and, and here's the Luma room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and here's a Illuma loom, a room for all you hippies for Eric <laughs> and Eric.
0: I actually like the Illuma room.
1: It's that awesome. awesome. No, I do too. I'm I'm with you. That's 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 an exciting feature. And you oh, know what see, would be I'm really so cool is if Corey they brought that.
2: What's that? I'm so happy you like it because it just seems like something you would be like, ah, eh, stupid. I think it's stupid.
1: No, I'm in. I'm into that like quirky stuff.
2: <laughs> Good.
1: Um, if they if what would be really cool is if they brought the Oculus Rift out, the VR headset.
2: Huh.
1: Played a game with that.
4: That would be cool. That would be pretty cool.
0: I still don't feel like you would get a real feel for it unless you put it on your own face, you know? I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't think I'd need to get a feel for it. I think i just see that one guy getting a feel for it, and, and I'd be and like, I'm buy in. it. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: the only thing that would make Travis get a PS4 Day 1 is a Final Fantasy VII HD remake. Uh, they're going to do it at some point. Don't you you know,
1: I don't know. That's such like an easy. It's 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 an easy thing to think of. Why don't they just do it?
0: I think they're going to.
1: You, with launch.
0: Not launch, but I think it's something they're going to do eventually. Square Enix is would, trying everything. Why wouldn't they do money? it with
1: launch? There's, I mean, it makes no sense not to. Oh no! Oh,
0: I see where you're going. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't. I don't know.
1: Why? Don't... Why do they do this? Like, same with the Nintendo. Why didn't they have some of their awesome games? I don't know.
0: They had uh, Mario, Super Mario, New Super Mario, Wii U. Dude, I don't
1: know. I, I, that's just meh.
0: Well, I know. I, I still said they, they should have done a 3D Mario for, for the new console mm-hmm. instead of New Super if they, Mario. If they put you.
1: Smash Brothers out with that thing, I'd have one right now.
2: I'd be playing it.
0: Yeah. So would I. So would Eric.
2: I love <laughs> Smash Brothers. It's it.
0: awesome.
2: I want a new one really bad. There you go.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. No, you're right. I don't know why they wouldn't do it, but yeah, I don't know. Square Enix is so weird with their stuff, which I, you know, I d- I didn't bring up when we did our Tomb Raider thing. I didn't say anything about Square Enix, but Square Enix was the publisher. I didn't want to give them any credit because they didn't make the game. Um, it was Crystal Night that made the game. So
2: I saw um, Square Enix pop up on my screen when I loaded it, and I was like, "Wait, Dan told me he wasn't going to play any more of their games." No,
0: I did. I didn't give them any credit. Really? I I. I do really like the game um i just i wish that money didn't go to i wish they could do like the humble bundle thing where you could divide you know divide up where you wanted the money to go whether you wanted to go to charity or the humble bundle or the um
2: the thumbstick athletes well the the
0: thumbstick athletes or, or the game developer um i wish you could do that with games that you buy online um and see how much of that money actually goes to the to the publishers as opposed to the developers at least from people that know the difference you know your bro gamer knows that. Uh, well, your bro gamer knows that EA publishes the you know Madden or whatever, uh, but probably doesn't know that EA Tiburon is the the developer. It's a different, yeah. different. That's a bad example, but you, you get you. Catch I got your you. I got you. Drift. How do you feel about that, Corey?
1: I think uh, you said it. It's already happening. That's what humble bundles doing. Right. You know, it's it's kind of uh, they're more of a distributor than a publisher, um, but you know it works for them and people like them because of what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I well, don't know. Could could you see that kind of model working with like an EA or something like that? Like,
0: well, THQ did it. I mean, I know it's kind no, of no, no, a... no,
1: I know they did the humble bundle. but Could you see like EA going to Crystal Dynamics and saying, "Hey, we want to help you get uh, Tomb Raider out there." What we want to do. Uh, you know, there will be no money exchange ahead of time. What we're going to do is we're going to give people the option to pay uh, us a percentage and you a percentage of what they pay. Do you think that could work?
0: Um, I think, see, I think the the that would work in the developer's favor. I think a lot of yeah. people, especially the people that pay attention to the, to the industry, wouldn't give their money to EA. You know, it, SimCity's case, they would give all the money to Maxis. They wouldn't give it to EA. I know, you know, Maxis is owned by EA, but there's there's times where where the the publisher isn't necessarily affiliated with the with the developer, you know. So yeah,
1: like THQ and uh, what's your name on Stick of Truth?
0: Oh, uh, Obsidian. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. one of those situations. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you, if you gave all your money to Obsidian, THQ or yeah, THQ wouldn't have seen a dime. Well, here's so. a hypothetical.
1: Okay. Thumbstick Athlete starts a production company. Mm-hmm. We find indie games that we help publish, and the way we get money is we don't take it from the indie game; they can't afford to pay us anyway. We give the option for people buying it to give us a percentage. Do you think they would? We, you know, we it, don't have; we're not infamous like EA, right? We're coming out and in, in spreading the good word on indie games.
0: Yeah, I can see see people giving us money if you know uh, a listener we suggested. Uh, good indie game. We'll we'll take to the moon or whatever. To the well to, to the moon works, I guess. Um you know, yeah, we we uh what's the word you used? Ease Pr- production, but you you meant publisher, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we were the the quote unquote publisher for To the Moon and uh on a Humble Bundle they, you know, we we would have listeners that would probably give us at least a percentage of of that for for informing them about the game, you know. I could see that happening
2: we should do it let's do it
0: i we probably shouldn't have done that on air
2: because (laughs) it's another good business plan yeah exactly Corey just keeps ruining all his good ideas by putting them on air
0: yep but anyway yeah all right moving on uh this is from my wife who says let's be a little less sloppy this time please dan i don't feel like dealing with your hangover funk again tomorrow <laughs> i did lay around all day on saturday and did absolutely nothing now i could because my son was at his, his grandmother's house so um yeah she was sick and I, I had a hangover so i i literally just laid around all day i didn't even play video games um, i was
1: gonna say dan did it get to the point where max took care of you
0: no he wasn't home no would it home. have been <laughs> no laughing? i I would have been fine to do stuff I just chose not to it was one of those one of those days you know you
1: had the opportunity and you took it
0: yeah i had the exactly I had the opportunity to just lay around and do nothing so that's that's what I did uh, it was funny uh, like w- what happened was after we finished recording i I stayed down here and did the editing, which I'm shocked I was able be able to able to do impressive um, uh I didn't do it exactly the way I usually do, but it was you know close enough, <laughs> <laughs> close enough considering my state. And then I went upstairs, and then you guys left. I came back downstairs because um, it takes half an hour, forty five minutes for the for the you episode. What? Oh, no, happening. to for the episode to compress, so I sat in this chair and waited for it to finish because then I was going to upload it, and I fell asleep in my chair.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> did you wake up on Saturday? Well, I, I, I
0: woke up at really early, at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was like, oh, I should probably upload the episode now. So I uploaded it and then went upstairs and fell asleep. <laughs> That's yeah. how we do
1: it around here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, the dog was down here keeping me company. It was great.
2: You woke up, you had frostbite. I was
0: very, very cold. Yeah, I was very cold. Luckily, I had, you know, I had my jacket and stuff on, but my legs were freezing. We had your beer blanket on too. Yeah, you don't know. I didn't. Well, I didn't notice until I like I woke up later that I was really cold.
2: I, w- I wouldn't have noticed yeah. when I was <laughs> three mm. sheets to the wind. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That stuff's really sweet too, so I'm sure that didn't help. Yeah. The sugar.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's probably what what gave me the mm-hmm. the hangover, because I don't really get a hangover from drinking a lot of beer. Um, Or even just straight whiskey. Not too bad, but, yeah. Uh, Idaho Jake said, I thought it was fun, but if the wife says no, then you better listen, and he's absolutely right. (laughs) Don't disobey the the wife's orders. Um, Allison, Mirtha, our sister, says, I was going to request another St. Patrick's Day episode, but I think you already had it last week. (laughs) Once again, she's right. Uh, Moving on, Ryan in Iowa uh says how about them blackhawks fellas you guys did a lot of hockey talk last episode and i just wanted to see if you had a take on the magical season the blackhawks are having thus far and if it is cheapened by the lockout and shortened season marian Hosa just had his one thousand one thousandth 1000th nhl game and it seems the blackhawks have all the momentum and fire behind them do you see them as future champions or do you believe or do you uh, or are you taking someone else? I assume that you hate the Bruins for obvious reasons, but they are looking legit as well. Thanks. So let's um, talk some
2: hockey. Can, can we save that for the round table? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Ryan, we'll get into hockey during the round table because yeah. Eric wants to talk some hockey. Because so. it
2: involves the Blackhawks. Okay. So.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, are you talking about ESPN? Yeah. Oh, did you see All that? Right. Yeah, I, I followed that.
2: Oh, good. I'm,
0: I'm, glad, I'm you good. glad you did. I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but I'm excited for it. Uh I think we got I think we got another long thing from Ryan on our Facebook page. Did we? I think so. Yeah. It was a message. Um this next one's from Idaho Jake who says, Hey guys, I rented Tomb Raider because I'm trying to save money for next gen console, and after playing it, I'm going to trade some games in to get it. It was the first game that made me think I was actually uh, in the game. My heart was beating fast, I was gripping the controller and it gave me goosebumps. I play on a twenty-seven-inch TV uh, and headphones, and it did that to me, so I can only imagine what my 46-inch and surround sound would do to me. I was thinking that you guys should start making it a thing to have beat one or two games a month, plus put a jar on the table, and whoever doesn't beat a game or two uh, put uh, has to put five, $2, or five doll- two to $5 dollars in the jar. I have a question. Uh, we can rent movies from our consoles, so why haven't anyone made a video game rental off our consoles? I would pay $8 to rent a game for a week. Um, that is what I pay at the store at the red box is 14 a week. So is Corey going to be in his seventies porn wig again? I will see you guys (laughs) later. Idaho Jake. (laughs) Um, so yeah, how do you feel? Oh, first Tomb Raider. I'm with him a hundred percent. I played on my computer with uh, headphones on and it really helped me get into it. Um, um, you as know far what? as sound. I, I the sound goes.
2: Yeah, I haven't. the sound is good, but I haven't been using my Turtle Beaches as much as I should be, oh, okay. because of all the wiring. Oh, yeah. It's just everywhere because yeah. they're super long because you have to plug them to the back of the TV. Yeah, But, Dan, do you remember what I texted you? Yes. I said, God, I just want some surround sound so bad. Yeah, because that I, would help a lot for it, that game. It would, absolutely. I think it would help for a lot of games, but like especially an action game like that, mm-hmm. I mean...
0: All the stuff that's crumbling around uh, you yeah. to be able to hear it.
2: I think maybe this holiday season is the time. There you go. Buy um, it now. Time to invest. Now's the time. Just though. do it.
0: <laughs> well, you're gonna want it to go with your new console.
2: I am. You're exactly right. So get Portal Two while you're at it. Yeah, Corey, you want to buy Portal Two now?
4: Let's do it. All
2: right, I'm gonna order it tonight. <laughs> um, For I'm Xbox. With... Yeah. All right. All right.
0: All mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um. It really does get you. Really do get right into Tomb Raider. Yeah, when I, when, when it gets intense.
2: I uh, turned all the lights off mm-hmm. and just cranked up the sound on my TV, mm-hmm. and it was it was awesome. There, yeah, there were a lot of times that your heart gets pumping, and you're just really really into that. Really into surviving. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mm-hmm. The fights are the fights are great too because of just. How you can't stay in one spot. And I love that, that you can't just stay in one spot and pick people off. And it yeah. gets, like, the things are being thrown at you. you got to move between barriers. And mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It gets, gets good blood stuff. flowing. It's great.
0: Um, How does everyone feel about a beat one or two games a month? And if you don't, you put 2 to $5 in a jar. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't think you could beat one game a month?
2: I could, but I don't want to put money on the line.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then you'd be more likely to do it, wouldn't you?
2: Probably. Okay. But I still don't
0: want $2? No? I don't have any money. i would do it. I don't have any money now. What either. are we going to do with that money? But I'm going to... Well, if any money goes in it, we would use it probably for studio upgrades.
2: I'll think about it. Okay. See, what
4: I did was over the summer, I took $1 out of my wallet and put it on my wall with a tack through it saying, mm-hmm. when I run out of money, I'll always have $1. I just have that $1 left now. Nice. So...
0: Uh, that happens. I can't put the two bucks in. That happens. Well, you would be able to beat two games, one or two games, in a month, pretty easily, probably.
4: Yeah, but I get burnt out really easily. Yeah, no. But so when you... I get burnt out, I really? don't play anything for like a month or two. It yet. doesn't seem
2: like it. Yeah,
0: burnt out for Will is probably different than yeah. burnt out to us. He, yeah. Like
2: you said, he'll beat two games in a month, and that's burnt out. Right. I beat That's two games a in a year, and I'm like, man, I had a good year of video gaming. You've had a great year so yeah, far, then. It's really, off to a great start, boy, haven't I? Yeah. God, and I'm gonna Corey, beat Tomb Raider. Corey's Corey. not though. Yeah, Corey, your year's struggling thus far, <laughs> isn't it?
1: I've played a lot of games, just haven't beat any.
2: I think uh, our roles I mean, have reversed. That's another thing I want to touch on with Tomb Raider is I think our four in February thing has like changed my outlook on mm-hmm. video games. Like I want it's, to beat them. It's now.
0: nice to beat a game.
2: It is. And I I'm really, uh, I have no doubt in my mind I'm going to beat Tomb Raider next week.
0: Okay. Yeah, I should have it beat by next week, oh, too. Oh, yeah,
2: for sure. No doubt. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, it's weird. You're a changed person. I really am. The 4th in February just really brought out the best of me as a video <laughs> gamer, didn't it?
0: Yep, we're very proud.
2: Now I'm worried about my FIFA, FIFA journal. <laughs> 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 yeah, I totally missed uh, Ryan's other feedback, Dan. Okay. And it's when really you... long.
1: When you do your journal entry, Eric, are you going to write, Dear Diary? Today, I don't know. I'll I play think of something clever. Manchester United.
2: Manche- Man, you. Dear Diary. I'll think of something clever.
1: Dan, I have um, it up if you want me to read it.
0: Do you want to? Go ahead.
1: It's, it's kind of long.
0: That's fine. <clears throat> That's
1: what she said. All right. <clears throat> What's up, fellas? Not totally sure where to start, but I just got finished listening to that last episode, and holy shit, hilarious about that ending. Pretty damn hilarious, and I'm glad I stuck around to the very end. The lady across the hall from me definitely looked up from her desk and just shook her head once or twice when I was nearly crying laughing. Not sure what was up with Corey's photo or whatever that everyone commented on, but didn't really describe what it was exactly but it was still really damn funny, especially with Eric's almost crying and yet laughing reaction to whatever Corey was doing or the picture. Glad booze enhances all of us. Where would we be without it?
2: Mm-hmm. The thing was As... he wasn't doing anything in the picture. He it just... was frozen on a frame of Corey. <laughs> and every time I looked at it, which was it's right in front of me, I yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah.
0: He had a, he had his Frodo wig on, didn't he? Yeah. He,
2: he has his Frodo wig on. Okay. Did we put that, did we put that up anywhere? No. Uh, yeah. I tweeted it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. I'll have to throw it up on Facebook or something. Uh, As for Eric and his love of FIFA, super happy about him doing a journal, and I am excited to check that out, especially since I have only played a few matches and just need some help with the idea of capitalizing offensively in the game, which is frustrating since I coach middle school soccer and we usually don't have issues with offense, but at least I got the strategy and play style down in the game. But some insight from a veteran FIFA player, which it sounds Eric would call himself that, is for sure welcomed in my FIFA world. Also, you said something about suggestions on expanding Will's role. Might I suggest something multiplayer-related? It sounds like Will already does a lot of multiplayer, but with several different game types. Maybe one week do a segment with him and his buddies doing NBA, but then maybe next time something with myself or some of the other fans and Corey doing SimCity. I don't know if this is going to be an audio or video type of project or something written article-wise, but I think either would work. If you were to do it on the podcast, you could have Will come in and recap the gameplay and might i suggest we'll bring in a special guest starting with that johnny dude that eric hates with a fire <laughs> any and everything to keep up the eric and will rivalry uh-huh. <laughs> working title would be something like multiplayer multitude or mission multiplayer something simple like that but yeah just my first impressions suggestions hope that is kind of what you guys were looking for in a suggestion. Finally, I tried out SimCity and wow, it is damn impressive. There was a lot of hate about it on the web and the usual spots, aka Reddit and the like. but I personally am really liking it. Yes, the server annoyances, whatever, and probably more harm than good, but I can totally look past that. But just the overall options you have on what you want to accomplish with every city and the region as a whole is really awesome. I look forward to playing it with you guys and the other fans, and hopefully we get to read or hear a review or two of it real soon. <clears throat> Thanks a ton,
4: Ryan in Iowa.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
4: yeah the the multiplayer idea mm-hmm. i kind of i really like that idea i could definitely do that okay Maybe i'm just gonna figure out how we would go about it if i was gonna type it up or do audio yeah but we'll, we'll figure something out for that yeah. but i really like that idea
0: okay yeah because you do a lot of multiplayer gaming Wh- whatever game you're playing and yeah. you do a lot of multiplayer gaming yeah
4: because i do shooters i do games and like sim city yeah nba nba sports game yeah i do it all mm-hmm. so yeah that's a really good idea
2: okay did you want me to touch on some FIFA strategy real quick? Yeah, go for it. What I find works best for me, Ryan, is uh I like to get a t- I use Arsenal not only because they're my favorite team, but I like their their play style. They're a really fast team mm-hmm. up front. They have on the wings, they have two really fast guys. Um and I've found in FIFA that I play best when I have a lot of speed on my team. Um like when I build my my ultimate team, I don't always use my highest rated players. I use my fastest players. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, try try using a fast team like Arsenal um and look to counterattack as much as you possibly can. Do I do not take a lot of chances on defense because it can really kill you in soccer. You get one guy out of position, there's just a ton of space. So um don't take a lot of chances on defense, but when you do get a turnover, push it up as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like good
0: advice. Yeah. And me not knowing the sport very well. Yeah. Sounds sounds solid. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on there we want to touch on?
1: Oh, Will's thing. Yeah, well, that's something we'll have to discuss, right? Yeah. Yeah. Figure out. Um, And then he talked about SimCity at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which I think, you know, we all kind of agree with what yeah, he said. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I did want to briefly bring up, Um, we we didn't discuss video game rentals on demand.
3: Oh, oh that's right. Last one. I would totally uh, do that.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's an interesting topic. And, you know, it, it does exist in the form of OnLive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of you know future gen consoles, I think Sony is in the best position to do that with their acquisition of Gaikai, and I think that's that's probably where where they'll end up. They already mentioned the being able to play uh, a game straight from the marketplace without having it downloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I feel like Redbox is kind of almost there. They have the they have a streaming service now. I don't yeah. know if you guys have used it. No, uh, I used it. I watched something on. I have it on my Xbox. And uh, I think it's still in beta or something like some something silly, but I get like a free month or something like that. But they also have games, and I feel like they could uh, potentially come through with something like that. But I always I always figured OnLive would be the one to to jump onto a console and and have that service through there. But you know maybe it's going to be Gaikai for Sony. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, do you think companies that make shorter games would be against that if you could rent a game for a day or two for? five bucks we'll say and it's a it's a type of game with like a like a call of duty if you had no interest in playing online if you just wanted to pound out the campaign um do you think that would 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 be an issue with that type of service
1: it's already an issue i mean that's why you know there's all this talk about used games not being allowed it's for that very reason right um and because because because
0: then the 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 well yeah with used games the 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 developers and publishers see zero that money you know
1: Right, and it, I mean, it'd be kind of the same deal. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going off that argument, they would probably see a little bit more of the money if it's a, a rental through Sony for, you know... Right,
4: as a,
0: as opposed to buying a used game if it's not a game you care to, like, care to play multiplayer or something like that, you know?
1: Yeah, and uh, I don't think we talked about this at all, but, you know, the talk about... Um, being able to play used games on the Sony, they they kind of hesitantly said, yes, you'll be able to do that. I, I think there's going to be some sort of Block. premium involved, or some, not, a, not for Sony, uh, maybe for Xbox, but I feel like Sony, just the way they said it, you know? Well. Yeah, you'll be able to play used games. And I heard, like, the guy looked at the PR person to make sure what he was saying was okay, and the PR person, like, nodded at him or something like that. I feel like it's going to be the type of thing where it's like, yeah, you can play a used game, but you're gonna have to pony up a few bucks. Yeah, to pay play.
0: F- pay five dollars to play a used game. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Okay.
1: But just going, yeah, going back to the rentals on demand. I feel like we're almost there, um, and that would definitely be a feature that uh, I would probably use. You know, if 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 I could rent like a Tomb Raider on a weekend,
0: yeah, um, that's a game you could easily get get done in a weekend, and you know, yeah. it's such a good game that you would. Probably end up giving it a good review. That's good press for the game too, you know. Yep. So, but then again, if you have a, a stinker for a game, yes, then that could be bad for you. <laughs> it <laughs> so also, it, it all comes—it li- all comes down to making good games.
1: On live for their rentals, those rentals are pretty expensive. Are they? Uh, for like the weekend rentals, yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're pretty pricey. They'd, they're more than you'd think. Hmm. So I mean, okay. maybe that's how they. They get the games to, uh, you know, they convince the publishers or whatever to to allow the game on their services by saying, "Well, we'll charge this much for the rental of it."
0: Right. Okay. Well, let's get into roundtable. Uh, let's talk hockey first, and then we'll we'll get into our DRM discussion, or always always online DRM, I should say. Uh, Eric, I know you wanted to kind of lead the discussion.
2: Yeah, um, we got for us. So anyway, this was brought to my attention by a friend, actually. Um, who's actually not either into basketball or hockey, per se, but he said, you know, who Stephen A. Smith is yeah, he's like the basketball guy mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Uh, on ESPN. He was comparing the Miami Heat win streak, which I don't know, is at sixteen or seventeen now, to the Blackhawks and what they've done early in the year without losing a game in regulation, mm-hmm. and just saying how much more impressive the Miami Heat streak is than what the blackhawks have done and to me that's just so laughable yeah i just
0: well basketball you can play the same six players the whole game
2: exactly my point when i was talking to somebody about this who said he agreed with him i was like there's so many more things that go into a hockey team than putting lebron james dwayne wade and chris bosh on the floor at the same time yeah i said when you're playing Playing most of the game playing yeah almost the whole game when you're playing a game of basketball like that, they should be winning almost every game. Yeah. There's so many things that can happen in a hockey game where a puck just takes a shitty bounce on you or you get a shitty penalty. There's so many things. Yeah, Your goalie could have an off night. Like yeah. I, to say that a basketball team winning 17 games is more impressive than a hockey team not losing in almost 30 games now. Like they games.
0: haven't lost in regulation like, yeah. since last year, which yeah. the, That's the lockout is part of that. But still, like the, the lockout takes nothing away from the impressive start of the Blackhawks. Oh, nothing, nothing at all. Absolutely because they not. still, what, what is it, 25 games, 26 games that they haven't lost yeah. in regulation? Yeah. Something and like that.
2: Another thing that I heard a, a sports guy talking about on the radio on my way here, actually, he was saying that another point is the way he described it was – Try going into a gym and having somebody tell you to take 10 shots and make all of them. If you don't practice first, you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, the Heat have had a lot of practice, and it's, you know, towards the end of their season now, and now they're going on this run. The Blackhawks did it from the start of their season. Oh, yeah, yeah. With no practice, well, limited practice,
0: very almost no training camp. Yeah, no like training camp. Three days, four yeah. days training camp, and this is a a,
2: such a team sport. Like you've yeah. got four lines of offense, three lines of defense. Like two goalies, yeah, two goalies, and it's such a team sport to be able to come together like that as a team for almost thirty games and not lose in regulation is incredible. Yeah, and I just don't understand how that man even still has a job. Like, yeah, that's you're
1: silly. you're uh... Sorry. Yeah. No, Eric, your defense of, of hockey was a lot better than Barry Me- Melrose on ESPN. Is that like right? That.
2: What did he do? Just get on there and flick his mouth? <laughs> yeah, he
1: was just, he, I don't know. I don't know if he was intimidated by the guy or what. He but probably he had,
2: was. Yeah.
1: He didn't really have anything. And the guy, the guy, with Barry Melrose sitting across from him, tried to say that hockey players are not, really athletes.
2: Are you shitting because, me?
1: What? Because they can just glide up and down the ice. He's like, if you're on a basketball court, if you want to go somewhere, you're
2: running. And that was his justification.
0: <gasps> anyone with legs can run. Has can he... anyone with legs skate?
2: No, I've I'm, never I... skated in my life. I can play basketball pretty well. I couldn't I couldn't begin to try and play hockey.
0: Mm-hmm. Couldn't yeah, begin to. I've actually had this argument with several people before. How
2: could you possibly argue that, that it's not as athletic as basketball? I don't see any way. Those guys... Have to go out there for a minute and a half and bust their ass, and you can't go longer than that because of the energy that you're expending you expend, yeah. as an athlete. Yeah, like, are you kidding me? I, yep. And <laughs> little... then, uh,
1: in, in that, there was that uh conversation with Barry Melrose, and then he did another like separate one, uh, with just the whatever anchor or whatever was on there, mm-hmm. and he was saying how he didn't know Columbus had a team, um, and he thought like that was hilarious. He didn't who even was know, saying like, that. The the guy the what's his name?
2: The, oh, Stephen A. Smith.
1: Yeah, Stephen Smith. Uh, and then it was funny because like the next day, the uh, official Columbus Blue Jackets Twitter tweeted and just said hi to him. <laughs> 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 That's great. That is great. Oh. Apparently, he's a New York guy. It wouldn't he's, shock
2: he's,
1: me. he has ESPN's... a radio show in New York. Yeah. In, in uh, I forget what player he didn't know. He didn't know like who Rick Nash was or something like that.
2: His whole thing is like his like outlandish screaming and trying uh, to talk over people, so I'm not surprised that he's Barry a Melrose, yeah, I'm not surprised Barry Morrow was intimidated by him because that's his thing like he tries to just talk over you and like talk as loud as he can and just I don't know, like you can like basketball, but I, uh that's just unbelievable that you can even argue that I don't know.
1: Cause well, they, is, they go ahead. They put it to rest because ESPN did a poll, and it's like seventy-three percent of pe- people that voted said the Blackhawks.
2: Well, there you go, and and ESPN's not even a hockey network, so no. I mean that's they're kind of an embarrassment when it comes to hockey, abs- actually. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. I mean that's I know. they're a huge that's, embarrassment. That's putting it lightly,
0: I guess. I mean,
2: for instance, the other night, the Sabers, one of the bright spots of the season, they had uh, Cody Hodgson at the end of the game had a super awesome goal he stole the pocket center ice faked two guys out back on his way through the offensive zone and just so snow one. Mm-hmm. i guarantee you that wasn't on the top 10 no nope. but well, i'll a, bet you there was dunk. eight or nine blake griffin alley oops that were on there yeah. from the same game yeah I, it's just unbelievable i don't know yeah Where's i think
0: it? i think espn is lost when there's no football yeah. to talk about so they try to Maybe fire up the blood of hockey fans a little bit to get people paying attention to them.
2: He had another argument, which was uh, that there's ties in hockey, and there's yeah. not always a winner. But I mean, there is always a winner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. Think there's he no really ties. Say that. Yeah,
0: oh he doesn't know the sport.
2: There is. There is always a winner. Yeah. There's no tie. That's soccer has ties. Right.
0: <laughs> I, Football has ties. Football
2: has ties. Yes. Believe absolutely. it or not, I.
0: There's been a couple. <laughs>
2: I just, and, and I, the guy that I was arguing with about this, the the argument lasted about 10 seconds because I got that pissed off and I just want to go over and strangle him yeah. because I just, you don't argue with me. You're just wrong. Right. I, I, don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I just yeah. I couldn't believe when I saw that. Yeah. I,
0: I also feel like basketball's not, like, I I think even if you're not a basketball fan, you have a pretty good idea of what it takes to play basketball because mm-hmm. who hasn't shot hoops at right. some point or another with friends or, you know, played on a, a kid's team or whatever. Um, but I, I feel like the weir- the reason hockey gets a lot of hate is because not many people it's have exper- ex- it, they have an experience what it's like to play. It's not as accessible. Right. It's not nearly as it's accessible. It's expensive. Right.
2: I mean, for basketball, you need, you need a round cylinder with a net and a ball. In your driveway. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. and, and, how many ba- uh, hockey players do you think could play basketball? Not necessarily in, an, in the NBA, and compared to NBA players that could play hockey. Yeah,
0: that's not even close. Which probably five they, they probably, they probably shoot hoops in the gym every day, you yeah, know, a I, lot of them.
2: Maybe Steve Nash, he's from Canada, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. familiar with hockey. Yeah, he, Dirk. Uh, Dirk, <laughs> Dirk, the German dagger. <laughs> i don't know i don't know about the, the german lineage it was but... it was
0: funny because when that big fight with the pistons happened a few years ago uh-huh. with uh rashid wallace
2: yeah. um or test
0: yeah steve nash said something like you couldn't in hockey you wouldn't be allowed to hit a guy like that and backpedal yeah because then then your teammates would start beating you too <laughs> well, yeah
2: that's the other thing i would have brought up the the lousy excuse for what they call a fight in the nba like a guy like Looks at the other guy the wrong way and they like shoves his shoulder and it's like all over the news. Like, yeah. What a brawl last night between the the Grizzlies and the Raptors and it's like Well, I don't that know. Did did wrong. you see the the three fights last night? John Scott was beating the tar out of Lucich yeah. the other night. Did you see that? Like that was a fight. Yeah. And it was people getting hit in the face. Yeah. And, and then they went adore. on like men and said, All right. That's we're all done. we needed and yep. we're going to play the game. We'll go sit in the
0: penalty like, box we're and, go and serve our time. We're going to go sit penalty box
2: yeah. a little bit and get back out there. Take our five for the team and play the game. You feel shame? Yeah. Just, <laughs> and then go back out. Yeah, it's just it's a it's an old school mentality and basketball is just like a it's almost like a pretty boy thing anymore i feel like and i think basketball a guy like lebron james is born with that talent like he's just good mm-hmm. you know what i mean and there's just certain players they then i feel like there's more of them in basketball that don't have to work as hard i would mm-hmm. say i'm sure they put in time and the gym Practice. and practices <laughs> i'm sure they do but i feel like hockey you probably have to work harder at there's not as many at. guys that are just gifted.
0: Well, it takes more to develop your because, like you know, there's there's you're on skates for one thing, yeah, and everything happens at the end of the stick mm-hmm. and it's all balanced. Like there's a lot more tools you have to work with, for lack of a better sure. word. Whereas in basketball, it's a little more natural and fluid.
2: Meanwhile, you got to think about keeping your head up so Brian Campbell doesn't come across middle right and exactly hit you like your RJ Umberger exactly your RJ You know, you, it, you got that to worry about. Right. I mean, it, it's. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, what a jackass. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a pretty big jackass.
0: Okay, uh, moving on, but uh, but Ryan Green wants us to our thoughts on the Blackhawks.
2: Yeah, well, obviously, oh, yeah. we find it very impressive. Yeah, uh, we're done. very
0: impressed by it, and uh, I don't know if they don't win the Stanley Cup, I'll be surprised, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I at yeah. this point,
2: well, you'd have to be. Um, I don't think they're going to do it.
0: No, you think they're going to fizzle out?
2: I mean, do they have the goaltending?
0: Corey Crawford, Ray Emery. Ray Emery's been in the Stanley Cup Finals before. True.
1: Yeah, but they're. I mean, they're they're playing well, but so is the team. You know, they don't necessarily have great numbers in the past. Um, and also, like a lot of the playoffs is momentum. Yeah. They they'll go undefeated into the playoffs. I don't know, but you know, it, they're well, still. The half the season to be played. Did they peak too early, you think?
0: No one would have picked the Kings to win the Stanley Cup last year at the beginning of the playoffs. No, no one, I don't they think.
1: Came they came in hard. Yeah. It, it depends on the, the law The playoffs are a totally different beast, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Players that nobody's ever heard of show up and play off. Chris Kreider, you know, showed up and played awesome for the Rangers and got him to the – I don't know. Did he? Was he in against uh, Washington? I can't remember. But, no, you they, know, and then oh, awesome yeah. players tend to choke sometimes. You yeah. know, it's all – it's a, it's a totally different beast.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They are. They have good sh- What's that?
2: I think they have a good shot.
0: Yeah, and they are a fun team to watch too. Anytime the Blackhawks are on, when when my my team's not playing, I always watch them.
2: And I always root for them because of Patrick Kane. Yeah, I like yeah, Patrick Kane he's too. A, he's a good player to watch. He's for, fun from Buffalo. Bless his heart. Mm-hmm. And he likes to get them thick chicks in the back <laughs> of the limo and have a party
0: with his shirt off. Sunny. <laughs> With a beer in his hand. Yeah. What, he was only, like, 19 when that oh, picture was taken. What a guy. Which is the best part.
4: Didn't he punch a cab driver, too? I, I heard
0: about that. Pro-
2: <laughs> probably every night. <laughs>
0: Just part of his night is punching Fine cab drivers. I know Patrick Kane. All right, well, let's get into our DRM discussion. Corey, why don't you get started with that?
1: All right, so the servers for SimCity were iffy at best on day one. I didn't have as much a problem as reportedly most people did. Well... I had no problem. You had no problem at all? No. Uh, a couple times I got booted and it said cannot connect to the servers, and then I got put in a queue, which for me was only, I had to wait 20 minutes before I could try and log in again. For others, it was half an hour. Um, I got in after my 20 minutes. Some people had to, were put in another queue after their half an hour one and had to wait another half hour. Uh, it was it was a little, little bit ridiculous. And then the next day, uh, Wednesday, they outright just shut the servers down at noon uh, Eastern and we're apparently doing some maintenance to try and clean things up. They are supposed to come back on at 2 Eastern. That didn't happen. I don't know how late they were. Maybe, like, they started out at 4 or something like that. Uh, it just kind of, you know, the always-on DRM, it kind of begs the question, what's going to happen 10 years from now when they decide it's not profitable to keep the SimCity servers running anymore, uh, and we're going to shut them down?
0: Then you I can't mean, play it anymore.
1: Are we? Yeah, are we all going to lose access to the game?
0: Yeah. I think and so. today, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, today they decided that uh, in order to get things working right, they're going to turn off some features uh, just so people could play. Like some, some fe- And the features they mentioned were leaderboards, achievements, and region filters. They were going to turn all that off to hopefully get people into the game to be able to play. Which is noble, but very, very sad.
0: Yeah, you know? that they have to disable. Fe- two days after launch. A full two days after launch, that you have to do that just so
1: people could be able to play. Yeah. Amazon stopped selling the digital version of the game; just stopped. They're like, you know, just took it off the the marketplace there. Wow. Uh, Origin, to their credit, EA uh, said they would offer refunds for people that bought it through Origin. I am returning my copy to Amazon.
0: Really, really?
1: So I already filed the return. Um, and here's why: I, I pledged that I wouldn't buy another EA game while well, this kind of shenanigans was going on I really wanted to play SimCity uh, I made an exception but you know I had enough issues that I was like and everybody else I see like ah you know you got to vote with your dollar and I always preach that so yeah. you know I'm gonna go with it okay. uh all I did apparently Amazon's policy is they will give you they won't give you a full refund unless the copy was defective um and so I wrote in my return defective yeah and you have to reason and I wrote I can't play Right, you can't connect to the server. So, how
0: much more defective can
2: you get? I can't play. Right. That's great. Yeah,
1: so that—that's what I did with that. Um, it—it's really, really frustrating. In you know, this is me trying to vote with my dollar a little bit. As much as I like the game, this stuff has to stop. Mm-hmm. And somebody posted, um, interestingly, the oh, I had the note in here somewhere. Uh, okay, so. I talked about kind of how they structured the game and how it seems like they're holding back some features to be able to do for later. And this is what they did with The Sims 3. If you buy The Sims 3, you pay $30 for the game. If you want all The Sims 3 DLC, you're going to be spending $470 more.
0: I was just going to say microtransactions for, to Ooh. unlock more features in SimCity.
1: They're just going to keep loading this stuff on and you'll be able to buy your blank pack and your blank pack and your blank pack. And it's like... The game already feels like it's missing some things. It's as good of a game as it is. They have a really good base, but it feel I don't know, it somebody wrote that it, it kind of feels like a Facebook game. And I would I would kind of agree with that the way it is now. it's yeah, it's a an addictive and fun Facebook game, but it still kind of feels like a Facebook game that somewhere down the line they're going to start nickel and diming me. Um and like I said, the the official word is that the whole on, always on DRM is that you know a standard PC can't compute all the simulation that's going on. Which baloney. I don't know. That's Maybe, crap. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't.
0: Know. I don't think. I think that's crap. Well, I mean, at the same time, like a hundred, like you had fifty thousand citizens, like for that to all have their own like simulation, that probably could be pre- impressive computing. They probably wanted it to be able to run on more systems. Um, other than people that have a supercomputer, so maybe that's a justification that, for that, like like Eric's laptop, for instance.
1: Yeah, and that's – that's the thing is, though, it's kind of weird because when I was playing yesterday, I was disconnected – it said I was disconnected from the servers most of the time I was playing. Um, Me too. And it was still running as if it was connected. I don't know if I was actually connected or if I was actually disconnected, and, you know, it was just
4: running fine. Um. Will, any insight on that? I have no idea. I wondered the same thing I was going to ask you, actually.
1: It said I was disconnected. Same thing. If um, if if you if your game quits on you or something, or you lag out, it doesn't save. Even though you're always connected, you have to sync when you quit to actually save your progress in your city and stuff.
0: That makes no really sense.
1: Right. If all this stuff is happening on the server, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Something doesn't seem right. But anyway, uh, I wanted to read this... D always on DRM analogy. It's kind of long, so I'll be I'll be brief about it. But it comes from seductive mango, and he's comparing <laughs> soup at a restaurant to always on DRM. Okay, this will uh, be good. <laughs> so he just just to summarize, he writes DRM stands for digital rights management, which is basically a way for a game company to make sure that the people who are playing the game actually paid for it. DRM isn't bad in 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 of itself. In fact, it's understandable as to why it exists. The problem is when that DRM prevents us from enjoying the game we purchase. DRM that requires a constant internet connection is one such DRM. So this is an analogy. Imagine you go out to buy some soup, a game. (laughs) Now, depending on where you go, you will often get the choice of ordering the soup for takeaway, single player, or decide to eat there at the restaurant, multiplayer. Let's see that you sit, that you enjoy sitting at home to eat your soup, so you usually just go to the register where you order a bowl of chicken noodle and they hand you a receipt, DRM. You then proceed to show that receipt to the server, who then gives you your soup since you have proof that you bought it and you go on your merry way. Now, the DRM that is in this version of SimCity would be akin to being forced to eat your chicken noodle at the at the restaurant. Sure, you can go sit in the corner, eat there, and not talk to anyone, but you came in... A pair, you came in a pair of PJs with a, with a rip in the crotch, so you would much rather be home. The restaurant tells you at the counter that they will be serving your soup to you at your table, one spoonful at a time. And if you do not recite your receipt number when they come to you with each and every spoonful, they will assume you did not pay and kick you out of the restaurant. You must stay online to prove that you, get, that you paid. If you get disconnected, they will assume you didn't pay and kick you out of the game. Now they say that they do this service for everyone, just in case someone doesn't have the ability to feed themselves. Which is, in some city, calculations are done server side, so people with out-of-date computers can play the game. So you appreciate the gesture, but you feel that there are more op- there. You feel that there are more than capable. You are more than capable of feeding yourself. A couple bites in, you find that the carrots that are usually found in chicken chicken noodle are nowhere to be found. You ask the server, and he says that the carrots were prepared at the same time as the soup, and if you'd like, he you can go ahead and add them for an extra charge. Day one DLC, microtransactions. You begin to suspect that this may have been an attempt by the restaurant to make you pay more for the soup, as you probably could have just added the carrots at home, game modding. A bit of time later, your friend Jonathan comes over and gets some soup. The soup is now cold, so they, so they have sold it to him at a lower price, discounts due to the age of a game. He goes to sit down and receives two spoonfuls of soup when the manager decides to kick everyone out and they will not be selling that style of chicken noodle again. Servers for the game are closing. Everyone who is there is complaining that they still wanted soup, and the manager says to come tomorrow when they will have a new recipe of chicken noodle that features white meat instead of dark meat. SimCity 2, with any improvements it comes with. While people start saying how much better white meat is for you, you will always miss having your dark meat chicken noodle. And the end of the day, thinking if I was able to bring a bowl home with me, I'd be able to eat leftovers tomorrow. Too long didn't read. EA may be the soup Nazi from Seinfeld.
0: (laughs) That's a great analogy. That's a really good analogy. It's very, very spot on. I like that a lot. You should post yeah. that on our Twitter or Facebook or something for yeah. um, people to yeah, read. to talk
1: about in there. It's just a good way to kind of visualize yeah. what is on DRMS, yeah. as it's sort of uh, wacky as it is.
0: Okay. Well, here, here's my question. Do you think I, – I don't want to say this could have been avoided because I don't know, but do you think EA could have taken some um, – some knowledge from the, the Diablo 3 debacle and made sure that their game on day one was going to run for people? And And do you think a lot of this would have been avoided? A lot of the negative press, a lot of the refunds that people are trying to get could have been avoided if the game You'd had just worked properly on, on day one?
4: You'd think. There was an article on Kotaku actually today that said that the people from EA were taking extra precautions to make sure what happened... To Diablo three didn't happen to their game when Diablo 3 first came out. It's even worse because Diablo worse. you could play. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I, I, p- I, people I follow on Twitter are still not able to play the game really? today. Today it's two, two, what almost three days later Jeez. since it's come out.
1: It's yeah. and and I feel bad because you know the people who are trying to get this game up and running are individuals who have probably been working nonstop and really really just want it to work for people so you know
0: absolutely the yeah, the developers want the game to work and the yeah. the individuals working on the game absolutely
1: and the and the people servers who are just yeah. you know the server maintenance crew they're like yeah. you know God, I really want to get this game running like this is ridiculous they're probably just as upset as we are yeah um, and and for those people i feel bad it, it's unfortunate but you know it's it's the whole the corporation is is the problem, and they really dropped the ball with this. You, you'd think, Dan, you'd think they'd learn from Diablo. You'd think they learned from Star Wars: The Old Republic. That had launch issues too.
0: Yeah, but that's different because that's an MMORPG. I Wait. I kind of get it for MMORPGs. Um, Except, it, it, well, no, it's not. It's not. It, 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 it pisses me off, but it's understandable because you have to. It's a game that you have to play online with other people. It's an MMORPG. You know, Sim City, Diablo, like. I understand that, that the new SimCity was designed to be, like, a social game, but, like, people forever have been playing SimCity by themselves, and it's, you know, it's a popular franchise. Did they really need to go that route with this one? I know they wanted something different, but I still say they could have had two separate versions of the game, maybe. Maybe have a version for single-player only or and a package that comes with a single-player multiplayer together, you know? Like, try something yeah. different.
1: No, I'm with you, and you know they decided to go this route, and that's fine. But you better be, positive you better be
0: ready bad. for it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Especially with the rep- reputation that they have, like that's bad. Good, good
0: God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are already upset enough about Dead Space Three and all the microtransactions, and um, the Mass Effect Three ending is still stuck in some people's craws. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, Tiger Woods is another one oh, with God. all the all the.
2: One I experienced, yeah. personally.
0: Yeah, all the DLC <laughs> and stuff, so I don't know.
2: That prevented me from buying that game. Me too. I would have bought it. Because I love the, I the so Tiger Woods games. Oh Remember, yeah, yeah. I was
1: legitimately excited to buy a golf game. and
2: It was so good.
1: We played the demo, right? Yeah. I was like, nope, not happening.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Will, always on DRM? It sucks. Eric, always on DRM?
2: I don't like it if you guys don't like it. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. And once again, as a person who's had spotty internet connections at times, mm-hmm. if, it, if it was uh, Guild, well, I shouldn't say Guild Wars is a bad example because it's, it's supposed to be played online. If I was really into Diablo 3 and that's all I played, even, you know, I only really played it, I don't even think I've multiplayered at all mm-hmm. in Diablo 3. I think I only played it single player. If my internet cut out for like a week and I couldn't play my, if it happened to be my favorite game, I would be very upset because there's really no reason for it. Mm-hmm. Other than to make money and to prevent prevent piracy, which I don't know, I think it just encourages people to pirate their games. You know, yeah, I think someone sees an EA game and they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to give them my money," so they pirate it. You know?
1: It'll be pirated. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I saw an argument between people on some message, uh on some uh, is either Destructo or a Kotaku article, um, and someone's like, "You know, that's not a game that's ever going to be able to be pirated." And someone's like, "You want to bet money?" Uh, they, they said that they think it would be on the Pirate Bay within two weeks. Um, you know, fully a fully single player SimCity with yeah. all the probably all the stuff yeah. on there.
1: Diablo three is up there. What's that? Diablo three is on the Pirate Bay. Yeah,
0: no, exactly. It's not going to take long for for pirates to figure out how to make it a single player game at all. I don't think. So. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Whatever, it's frustrating. That's why I'm happy I'm sending it back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't have to send it back till April 5th though. So,
0: do you think there's a possibility you might change your mind if they get the, all the server issues ironed out, or do you think it's a it's a lost cause for you?
1: Uh, I think I'll probably still send it back. Okay. That sixty bucks could be spent elsewhere. Portal on, 2, on,
0: Bioshock Infinite, on a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: like on a game I believe in by a publisher. I believe in.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, FIFA 14. <laughs>
0: FIFA 14. <laughs> also by EA. Yeah. <laughs> Nino Cooney Kuni 2. You, you've had nothing but good things to say about FIFA, FIFA so you're, of course, going to...
2: But that's the only EA game.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, Madden wasn't terrible this year.
0: It was an improvement. I still like Mass Effect 3. I thought it was really good, even though I didn't really like the ending. It was still a great game. Yeah.
2: And I know people yeah. that like Dead Space. Yeah. So.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with what we played. Let me call up the music. Oh, I'm not even on my, my notes. All right, the music you're going to be hearing during the break is the song Frenchman Valley by Brock Tyler. So we'll be right back with what we played this week right after that.
5: Open road Going home stretching Miles across the ground Often I'm scared Something'll happen to you September's gone And it's moving on to shorter. Shadows casting down Into the snow To watch the autumn leave Look at the storms, with they smirk and shine Sing through the darkness, remnants of light The moon is a door, it's always left half-light It's full as the morning, in the dark night
0: Welcome back, everybody, to episode 85 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, we are now in what we played this week's segment. Now, we all were discussing just now that we really don't have a lot to talk about, so we're going to hammer this out real quick and uh, let everybody get back to it. I guess I'll go first. The only other thing I played this week is I played a ton of Guild Wars 2. Um, 4 in February kind of impeded my, my Guild Wars 2 playing a little bit. I didn't want to take time away from... Uh, you know my four in February by, by playing Guild War. So I, I played a little bit. I played on raid nights and stuff, but I started really uh really laying into it again at night. So I'm actually working on getting my legendary weapons um which requires a lot of a lot of time sync so we'll see how that goes. Um Corey, are you familiar at all with the legendary weapons?
1: I did a little bit of research. That stuff's all foreign to me.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I've actually, actually... never never done it in an R- in an mmorpg i've never got like played it long enough to feel the need for a legendary weapon but i think i'm going to do it for guild wars
1: one of my only posts on reddit was when i hit level 80 and i was you know i thought everybody seemed pretty friendly there so i posted hey i'm i'm level 80 now uh i love the game i'm not saying there's nothing to do but can you know you guys just throw me some ideas out of what i should be working towards now mhm and everybody like freaked out on me as if I was like attacking the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, that's normal. What'd like, they right. say?
1: I'll go back to lurking. Sorry, to, sorry to bother you. I'm, I, I'm more
0: <laughs> of a lurker too.
1: It's like they're just like just just do whatever's fun. Like just because you're level eighty doesn't mean the game's changed. And it's like just like stupid stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, oh it's like, that's God. not what I'm asking. One person actually said like. Oh, you know, yeah, you could start working towards your legendary weapon and get your cultural exotic armor and do, uh, you know, like they talked about some specific achievements that you get some some benefit for and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? Thank you, sir. That's exactly what I was looking for.
0: And that's an upvote.
1: Yeah, and everybody, like other people, were like, "There's a post. There's a post like this once a week. I can't believe, like, you're so stupid. Are you crazy?" And I'm just like,
2: you know what? Go I back to drinking your Mountain Dew, would, would you? Find it.
0: That's funny. I
3: was
1: just like, I hate you, Internet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, if I don't, I don't know if we have any listeners out there that play Guild Wars, but I'll just. Some of the things that you're going to need are like 200 gold, um, to get your legendary weapon, 2 million karma, which is quite a bit. I have barely used any of my karma points that I've accumulated, and I've since i started playing and i only have like three hundred and fifty thousand, so i got a ways to go on that but there's you know guides to karma farming and all that fun stuff so i got a lot of work to do but i think it's a, a something that is gonna be fun while i do it because you know i love the game so um the other thing i'm doing is i'm getting world versus world map completion with my necromancer um our server got bumped down a tier in the world versus world ranking. So, um, pretty much all week this week, we've dominated all the maps and part of getting your hundred percent map completion is the world versus world maps, which were tough at times but because we're so good at player, ver- you know, the world versus world. Um, I'm able to get a lot of spots that I wasn't when we were in tier two because we were getting our butts kicked in tier two. So, um, I, I started working on that with Then Necromancer, I've only got a, a few spots left to get, um, so I also didn't want to play anything else new this week because I knew I was getting Tomb Raider on, on Tuesday, so I didn't wanna start a brand new game because most of the games I have that I want to play are probably kinda of long. So um I didn't want to start anything new, so that's why I played another reason why I played a lot of Guild Wars. But I'm gonna get back to playing like three or four nights a week Guild Wars probably. Um because I love it. Can't get enough. So that's all I played. Eric, what'd you play?
2: Um two games. Um I just want to talk about a couple games I bought on the Xbox Live yeah. Arcade sale. Some good sales. That raped my wallet this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare because Will and I had talked about wanting to play that. It's a good one. Um, I bought the Orange Box which I have just always wanted to get and it was 10 mm-hmm. Um I bought Fallout 3 for 5 bucks, Mostly because of your guys' love of it and I, I just want to like it so bad. And I'm going to try it again. It was five bucks. Was a okay. Yeah. And what else did I get? Oh, Resident Evil Four, which I played a long time ago, it and on I remember the liking GameCube. Yeah, it was on the GameCube, and I remember really liking it. So I, I want to give that another whirl at some point. Um, yeah. So I played a little bit of Call of Duty Four. I booted that up, and I always talked about my favorite map being Overgrown, and it was the first one I got. And I went thirteen and six. I haven't really lost my touch with the sniper rifle, so nice. that was that was exciting. Um, was there a lot of people still playing? I had no trouble finding a match. Okay, uh, I played Team Deathmatch. I tried Mercenary Team Deathmatch, which is where you can't have a party. That's what I was used to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could not find a match in that. But I was so happy to have it boot up and all my classes were still how I left on Oh, them and, nice. I yeah, never even thought about that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I did really well though. I was surprised. I played like three three maps, and then I shut it off. But it was really fun. Um, Saints Row the Third. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it a little bit because Dan's talked about it quite a bit. Um, it's like uh, a more lighthearted and fun Sleeping Dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I don't think I'll like it as much as Dan. W- <laughs> it won't crack my top five list, but um, I could see why you would like it. It's mm-hmm. just fun, over the top, and Craziness, like you guys have said before, yeah. the the mission with uh, Robin the bank at the beginning was really cool. Yeah, flying around on the helicopter and shooting all the guys on the on the roof and,
0: and then the airplane thing, yeah, that yeah. was insane.
2: It was. It was it's a, it's a really cool game. I I started it while I was waiting for Tomb Raider after four in February, um, and I'll go back to it after Tomb Raider's done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like that. Uh, did you want to talk briefly about the Halo maps, Will? Yeah, sure. Uh, do you remember what they were called? monolith landfall and skyline okay they are smaller maps which is cool um i i tend to do better a little closer range i would say um i was always better on the smaller maps i'm good with the beatdown, so that's good uh, okay um yeah i like all of them i played some capture the flag which is a lot of fun on small maps because it's a lot more difficult and it requires a lot of teamwork mm-hmm. um SWAT is a lot of fun there's always guys you gotta like watch every corner because the maps are so small you're just like watching your back at all times I really like all three of the maps I like one more than the other two and I can't remember which one
4: Monolith's my favorite that's the one that's like the the, what are those things called the third race in Halo do you remember what they're
0: called Reclaimer?
4: Yeah the Reclaimer map
2: is that what it is? is there like a small base in the middle of it
4: I don't even remember.
2: Uh, I don't know. It's got like a purpley shade color and.
4: Oh yeah, that's that's a uh, monolith. That's the one I like. Yeah, Skyline's on, and I can. Comp- I'm not even gonna try and compare yeah, it. Yeah, I
2: don't know. They're they're all good though. Definitely worth worth the purchase. They don't feel like just a piece of shit to get your money or anything. The maps are really cool. I like all of them. Um, I would recommend getting them if you're in the Halo multiplayer, which I gave a try the other day, and it was so frustrating. I couldn't do anything. Uh, I immediately knew, too. As soon as I got on, I was like, this is going to be terrible. I'm going to shut this off after this round. So, yeah. But uh, I would get the map packs. Definitely recommend them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's what I played. I also pre-ordered Gears of War.
0: Oh, that's right. You told me. Judgment.
2: So, looking forward to that. That's coming out in two weeks. Week and a half. Yep. Uh, Yeah, I wanted to say, too, I went to GameStop to pre-order it and, like, they have a list out now, right at the register, of all the games they're doing midnight releases for. It's like every game. It's too many. Yeah, it's like well, why? I,
0: I went to a midnight release for what was it? It was when I got Dragon's Dogma. I went at midnight just because I could. Right. Um, but it was there was like eight people there. And I was the yeah. only one getting Dragon's Dogma.
2: Right, yeah, they did one for Tomb Raider. Yeah, there's I, no need for it. No, I don't see any need for it either, but she's like, yeah, all the ones highlighted in pink we're doing the midnight releases for, all the ones highlighted in yellow are games that we're all excited for, so, yeah, just let me know what you want to pre-order. It's like, just shut up. Yeah. I just want to get the game and get out of here.
1: <laughs> they might be doing that because it's their way to compete.
0: Oh, yeah, with, with, uh, with like Amazon, PC. You know? yeah, PC. Yeah, PC downloads.
2: Yeah.
1: Country. It's like, well, you, if, if, you, you can go to the store and get it at midnight, or you can wait for the UPS guy to bring it from Amazon.
0: Or wait till the store opens at 10, or whenever it opens, 9, right. 8, 10. Or download it and have it ready to go at midnight when it unlocks. Yeah. Which is a benefit for some games. Others, who cares? Mm, right. Okay.
2: That's it for me. Will?
4: The only thing I played was a little bit of Crisis 3. And? ah. Uh, fun like usual I did notice there's no online pass and that's an EA game which is kind of weird because they always have the online pass like for Mass Effect and yeah. stuff like that so oh, yeah. I don't know why they don't have one but
0: well, maybe it's like automatic or something yeah I don't know rather Might than be. entering a code I don't see how that would work but yeah I'm sure they'd be able to figure it out
4: man yeah. but yeah it's still a fun game uh, played the Halo map pack other than that I didn't play a whole lot didn't you beat crisis crisis one <laughs> not a whole lot to mention about it well, when did you it? beat it uh over the weekend
2: that's what i was getting
4: at i actually forgot that i <laughs> beat it. I,
2: I knew you did because you texted me and told me you beat it i knew you hadn't said anything Nice. So. Yeah.
4: i liked it it was fun it was a good story
2: okay yeah
4: i would get into it i'm a little i kind of foggy on it yeah. i have to recap no, that's fine it's an old game yeah people are probably familiar with it yeah at okay. this point but yeah anything else Nope. All right, Corey. (laughs) Sorry, I just coughed into the mic. That's fine. What would you
0: play?
1: Uh, The only thing I played was SimCity, and I played a couple hours' worth of Rocksmith over the weekend. That game's a lot of fun. I love it so much. It's the the rock band-esque game, except you play with a real guitar and actually play the song. I've certainly lost a lot of my guitar playing ability yeah um especially because you know there were songs that i i played over and over again back in the day and i was pretty close to being able to actually play uh quite a few of them all the way but i had to you know take a few steps back um just to reacquaint myself with with the songs but it's so much fun especially i got in my room and i i all my systems are hooked up to my monitor and my speakers uh my computer speakers and uh I can just crank those speakers up and stand in front of my monitor and feel like I'm playing a show.
0: Nice. <laughs>
2: Nerd. <laughs> it's
1: a lot of fun. Get out of here, Corey. <laughs> Played some Blink One Eighty Two and Ah, cool. oh,
2: what song? Uh
1: they have they have I think they have three. They have What's My Age Again?
2: All the small things.
1: All the small things yeah. and Damn It.
2: Okay. I could do without those but, first two.
1: But they now they have the uh, the bass pack. You can I of think it's course. thirty dollars to be able to play all the songs uh, with a bass guitar, oh. which is cool <laughs> if if you like bass. Yeah, but uh, I wasn't about to pay thirty dollars to play the bass. No. So. Slap at the bass.
0: Nothing wrong with bass, but like it doesn't sound as good by itself. No, mm-hmm.
1: not at all. No, no. Well, I mean you're playing with the band, but oh, yeah, it's like, it's like rock band. Okay. Um, but I definitely recommend it if you if you're thinking about wanting to play the guitar and it has all the tools. It's it's an awesome tool and I'm surprised it's not getting the recognition that it should. And I said that before.
0: Yeah. Okay. Time to say it again. That it. Yeah, that's it. That's actually not it because I know for a fact you played some Guild Wars.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I did play Guild Wars on uh,
0: Monday raid night and Sunday. Friday.
1: And Sunday, what what did we do on Sunday? Did we do something?
0: I don't think we did anything. I think we screwed around.
1: I don't know, know. but yeah, we had a successful raid night again. That dungeon was easy. We had a good group though.
0: Yeah, it was very easy. Okay. But anyway, that's it. All right. All right. Let's get into our information. I didn't do this last week, did I?
1: You
2: did. You did. You did your best. I don't remember the phone number though. (laughs) you tried that's right okay i do remember i do remember that now okay the rigmarole
0: Uh, yeah our facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstick athletes our twitter is twitter.com slash tsathletes or at capital t capital s athletes you can go to our website at www.thumbstickathletes.com if you want to leave us a voicemail you can leave it at 607-527-0547 uh, or email us directly at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. If you're going to be ordering any of the upcoming upcoming big releases in March um, and you haven't, pre- haven't pre-ordered them yet, uh, be sure to click through our Amazon banner. Uh, clear your Amazon-related cookies before you place your order, and we'll get a little little kickback for, for sending into Amazon to, to order your games. And that helps out the podcast uh, uh, financially, so that's always a nice thing. Um, and I think that's everything uh that'll do it for episode eighty five of the thumbstick athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan
4: Merrick will Cory,
0: thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.